This is Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. Whether you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. I'm artist Big Bug Geek, and I'm blogger Jasmine Taz. Let's get to it. Let's have such fun. Y'all ready? Oh. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mr. Mataz. So nice to speak with you again. Well, I'm not going to do an accent. <laughs> On this, our last in the series, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be here with you. On this very fine day, uh, uh, I'm st- I'm still sick, by the way, and and apologies if the, if the, if the, if this is a bit more e- echoey. I'm in my living room, and I refuse to do it on my bedroom floor, because um, that's ground zero of my sickness. So here I am. I love doing things on your bedroom floor. Yeah, you do. It's also the playroom, so as everybody knows by now. Oh yes, um, I lo- Oh yeah, I I. Mm. Sorry, go on. I heard <laughs> I heard you were calling um, for bigger toys on Twitter. Oh god, I am I am I am Lucy McGoosey. I've got a handbag back I love there. that for It's you. just I know. I'm like you know how I was jo- uh, how, how how I was joking. I was just like a Manchester loose Chicago type. <laughs> it's coming along. It's coming along. Now all like but I've had so s- s- Certain toys I've had for years, and suddenly they're not so they're not so challenging. And I need so, I need something. Where I'm like, ah, I need I need you that because they're just like, <laughs> yeah. So I have the opposite problem. I always buy toys that are too big, but I love to sit on them, even if it's just like the top third that I manage. Oh. And I really get that like, oh, yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I need something bigger. Like I I think the. Yeah, I think the biggest sort of girth stuff I've got is like 11 around. And I'm like, she needs wider now. She, she needs, needs too wide. Go depth's for it. becoming easier. Depth's Just. becoming bit easier, Ugh. which is great. Oh, depth. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so last in the series. Last in the series. Can you believe? We are done. How did that happen? S- series three. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've we, we gained so much momentum. And now we've just like n- smashed out these last episodes and i don't want to stop i want to keep going can we keep going i don't know maybe I, honestly we've got so much content for series four can that, we just never that... stop can this feeling just go on forever series four has just written itself like half of that's done already honestly it's just i'm glad you think so <laughs> so much stuff we were like yeah we'll do this he's like no there's no room put it back put, put it, it back. back um put it back yeah so season four is going to be a breeze um but yeah, this season we had a bold idea for this season, which was a lot of travel. I'm s- like I'm, I'm still um, pinching myself. Like we actually did it. We pulled it off. All of it, not just America. We did it. It was, yeah. I mean, getting that plane ride home, it was like, well, we actually fucking did it. It was yeah. this kind of ridiculous idea. Um, amazingly, people funded us for it. Again, thank you thank so much. Thank you. Um, um, thank you to our sponsors as well who've helped us. Top Toys, Hunger FF, X Lube. Um, that support's been invaluable as well because everything costs more than you think it will. Um, <laughs> and especially traveling in America. We had to get <laughs> bailed like, out a fuck. couple of times. <laughs> I mean, the travel's been so successful. I mean, the big thing for us, which obviously we will go 
deep diving into is Fist Fest. That was you good? that was always the goal, I think, of this series as well was to make it to uh, a pure was, fisting event. Exactly, that was the ultimate. By the way, we're we're recording this about a week after us get, getting back, and I think it's taken us a while to kind of really cement our thoughts with it. Oh, um, and my god, like I, I said, I had I had certain expectations going in, but yeah, yeah. I still feel like maybe my thoughts are, are up in the air. I I didn't even make many notes for this at all. We've just we've just sat here making notes for the past five minutes, and that's that's it. But oh my god, the feelings! Well, I've only really had you because because I've been sick since get, since getting out, so so I've not really seen anyone. So you're my only fist contact I've actually spoken with. But I've been trying to like describe the experience mm. like my vanilla slash non fister friends. And I realise when I start speaking about Fist Fest, I just sound like a complete lunatic. I'm just talking gibberish. Um, it's just this singular experience that it's it's so unique to Fisters. I, yeah. I, I mean, even, even other Kinksters, I don't think they would get it. I really don't think they would get that experience. I, I think there is, there is little that is comparable to this, certainly. Um, and maybe it's it's one of these... Not only do people not know about it, they it's something that's off their radar. They don't know that they don't know. I mean, <laughs> if we weren't on Twitter, I would have no idea about this event. I've only known about this event because over yeah. the years, it's it's all, you know, the porn that comes from it. Like, hey, I hooked up with this person. Yeah. I fisted them in the sling. I went elbow deep on so-and-so. So that was my only perception of this event was just, I know it's outside in a motel in the middle of nowhere and Lots of recording happens. That was my only thing going into it. <laughs> right. And then as we right. arrived and we knew, you know, both in New York and Chicago, we knew people that were attending and various other people that we speak to online. Um, and and everyone said the same thing, that it was just this, it, 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 it was like fisting summer camp, but also like keep your expectations low. It is in the middle of nowhere, but fuck nowhere. It's the deep south. Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, literally it was dirt roads. Um, everything flat. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the weather was nice. The weather was nice. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. The weather was fantastic. Um, I feel like it was our last summer hurrah. You know, I've come back to Berlin now, and mm. the leaves are halfway through falling, mm. and everything's yellow. Um, and yet a week ago, I was getting fisted by the pool, yeah. and it was thirty degrees or whatever that is in in Fahrenheit um yeah just like ugh, yeah. <laughs> sun on my hole gorgeous men around me um yeah just just at gay camp was how it was put a number of times we're at gay camp specifically fisting camp so yeah Augusta Georgia like I was surprised to f- actually find this hotel I was surprised that that this hotel was even something that was on offer. Mm. Um, and I spent a bit of time at reception looking through the pamphlet um, <laughs> and noticing that they have gay events all year round. Like, it seems like every every weekend there's a different gay event. I noticed Come Union was an event that was either happening the weekend before or something like that. And I was like, okay, so this is just a thing. This, is, this, this hotel is built, and as we saw, it was built for gay sex events well there was um, two i guess i mean what would you call i mean there was like a shed that was built that was set up for for playing there was also two other 
what do you want to call it, outhouses, I guess? I don't know. That will, I think previous, previous rooms that will be knocked through and they were converted into play spaces as well. So all these indoor, um, which, which um, as, as we spoke to the organisers, that was there before before they they started. Yeah, that's a permanent fixture as well. Yeah. yeah, like glory hole room, um, slings set up in all sorts of places. I imagine they added more slings for for this. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, jacuzzi. Uh, what else? Did you go in the jacuzzi? I did not. I and neither did I. I chatted to people while they were in the jacuzzi. <laughs> I didn't trust my asshole with the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so FizzFest went from Thursday till Sunday. Yeah. So we, um, going into it, we, we thought, okay, maybe it'd be best for us to do kind of a fleeting visit and, you know, we both had lives to get back to, you know, in Europe. Um, so we stupidly, it, 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 we, we, we now realize. So we arranged to leave like midday on the Saturday. We thought, oh yeah, you know, after a, a day or two, we would have done everything. How little we knew. Well, and specifically, we yeah, we wanted to. We had a flight out of New York on the Sunday evening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In retrospect, I would have slashed that and been like, "Who cares when we come back to Europe? I want to be there for the whole of Fist Fest, especially like what what was happening on the Saturday after we left." Um, oh my god! Just to be part of the festivities, we missed the whole Olympic. I was there when it started, and I was like, "This is the kind of camp stupid fun I'm here for." <laughs> Why are we leaving? <laughs> so uh, yeah, amazing. that's right. As we're leaving, they're passing the the Goliath, the Hanky's Toys Goliath, between their legs or underneath them, full of lube. They're all lubed up. <laughs> it was like one of those pass the balloon between your legs kind of kind of games, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> This is camp as fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, to give people an idea, obviously you've got this, you know, you've got this pool area, you know, you've got you know, all the slings around the pool, you've got the little um, sort of the greenery as well, there's more play spaces and air beds. Um, there was, um, you know, there was food options, there was free mimosas in the morning, they were giving out candy, there was a goodie bag, there was a brilliant drag show by um, uh, Wrecked It Ralph, aka a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of McGriddles, which was amazing. And that just fits so well. Like Absolutely. you wouldn't have thought. Um, yeah, and I just, there was just, there was inherent kind of campness and a naffness to it, which I think just kind of, it's almost site specific in a way. You're in this motel, which is, you know, not exactly five-star luxury. I think that's fair to say. It was like, I did go yeah. to some of the renovated rooms, which were very nice. But, oh. you know, it is of its time. I mean, I mean, the hotel we stayed at... Because uh, we were not on on site, which again definitely needs to change next time. Next we go. time, um, uh, because the convenience of that was just ugh, so. Yeah, we needed that, um, but it it all kind of just goes with it so well. I think it, you know, yeah. in the same way, you know, my art, your blog, this podcast, like we don't have to take this seriously, and it just felt like an event that it had a sense of humor about itself. Which I found so refreshing after and going that, to immeasurable fetish events. Um, I'm not going to start reeling off names, but 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 I mean even something like Darklands, which I loved Darklands. But it's you know there is a seriousness to it, and it's you know you're trying to represent all these different fetishes, um, make sure everyone's represented and you know um, celebrated. And it was like no, this is just for us. This is just for the fisters, and nobody thinks this is as, as stupid as we do. And I loved it's, that. It was so it was so meta in a way. 
there's there's a certain no frills about it that really fit. Mm. And so it was like you weren't trying to be anything more than you were. Like I, I feel like there was a freedom to just walk around naked if you wanted to. There was a freedom to put on your best rubber outfit if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and there was just a beauty to the simplicity of it all. And I think in the way the space is designed as well, you have you can you can fist in front of loads of people. You can do that if you wanted. You could go to somewhere a bit more discreet if you went to, you know, as soon as the sun goes down, then you have all the um, the um, indoor play spaces mentioned. Or if you just wanted to play with people privately in their motel rooms, you could do that as well. So it kind of catered for all these different, you know, all these different ways in which we like to play as well. You can, you know, you can be an extrovert, you can be an introvert at these events. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um and I mean, I, I wanted to just ask you what what was your highlight, but there were so many highlights. I know, I know, we've said this a million times, but it was getting to connect with people that I've been chatting to for a long time. I had a really lovely connection with um, Living Larger, who I wanted to meet for ages. He was the first person I played with. Um, uh, there was there were so many people. One one of the big takeaways I found uh, I found of it because because I went into obviously there was people from New York that we knew there, people from Chicago. And I think there's an expectation of like, oh, I'm going to play, play with these people. I think the only person I really made any plans with um, was Living Larger. There was the only person like, okay, we're going to have some time alone together. Um, everything else was just really fluid. It was like, you're here, I'm there. Some people I was close with, some people I'd never met before. Because um, I said to you, like, when we go there, like, there might be someone there who, you know, you, you've never heard of before isn't on Twitter, it might be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life. You go, oh my God, I want to meet this person. I want to play with this, with, with that, that person. That definitely happened to me, yeah. So there, so there has to be a fluidity to it. I don't think you could really make concrete plans with anybody there. There was people that I fully expected to play with and it just didn't happen. Um, yeah. Now that we're after the event, there's, you know, there's certain messages that go back and forth between people like, oh my God, I really wanted to get a chance with you or this or that, which, you know, you know which is lovely to get that, you know, even the brief interaction you've had with somebody it left enough of an impression we go like no you i really want to explore that connection um in your guts um <laughs> so like <laughs> but next time all up the, in your guts but really it belonged to the go with the flow nature of the whole thing and it's just like uh, if it didn't happen this year that's fine it'll happen hmm. in the future if we both want it to and who knows when but like and this kind of actually, this came at, at the perfect time for me because I've, I feel like my life has been so stressful for such a long time uh, that not having any stress of people going, I need to play with you, except for one. <laughs> Um, was really well, we'll get into some etiquette. Some we we don't yeah. want to call anyone out, but we'll 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 get into some etiquette refreshers. Yeah, yeah. But this kind of just go with the flow, and and like it, most of the time, it was like I was passing somebody in the car park or in the hallway, <laughs> and I'd stop, and they'd stop, and we'd be like, "Do you want to play? Yeah, let, yeah, let's play. Do you yeah. want to do you want to play now? Yeah, let's play now, and then we'd go and play." There was no like, oh, let's play later because you probably uh, at four get p.m. To it. I'll meet you in 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 room <laughs> tech. Yeah, there's none of that. There's none of that. No, at least it wasn't for us or anyone we were interacting with. It felt like really living in the moment, and yeah. that was so refreshing for me. 
Like sometimes you'd be on your way to, to meet someone else and then you'd meet someone else on the way. Like, I guess this is happening now. <laughs> like, and I gotta say, so like- And there'd be no I mean, hard feelings. There'd be no, it'd be like, hey, when yeah, you yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, I end up playing with this person. Go, oh, that's fine. I end up playing with this person. My favorite- cool. YOLO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My favorite moment was exactly this, uh, th- where they had a bonfire on the Friday evening. It was beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the sun had just set and, and I'm not a camping gay, by the way. I am not an outdoorsy gay. I am not <laughs> so but it was really just um it was gorgeous. anarchic and just it, and lovely. And then of course people were fisting by the fire. Yeah. So Because that's the, what we do. The first couple to go and fist by the fire, I was like, hmm, should I go and ask if, if they want me to join them? <laughs> so I went and asked. And they're like, Yeah, absolutely. And then I was like, okay, I'll go and wash my arms. Went down to wash my arms, got caught up talking to some people, and then, uh, and then one of the organizers, one of the the board members, walks past, and he's like, "Hey, if you mean to ask if you wanted to play," and I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to play, but I'm currently betrothed to the guys fisting at the campfire." And he's like, oh, "Okay, well, I hope we get a chance later." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, mm. later would be fantastic." And he walked away, and I I thought to myself, "No." No, 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 no. I can't let this go past. I'd be, I've been wanting to play with him since I first mm. saw him. And so I rushed back down to the bonfire. I was like, guys, I'm sorry. You're clearly already having plenty of fun without me. And, and I need to go and catch this guy. Yeah. And so I did. And it was with him that I had my first crazy full-on anal orgasms that I, since forever, mm. basically. Yeah. I was just like, wow, I've arrived yeah. My whole and I think as long I think that's all good like as long as you're not left someone like legs akimbo in a sling waiting for you that's right. <laughs> that's fine like that's totally fine I don't think anyone's gonna you know um hold that against you exactly yeah that's what I'm trying to say um well should we listen to some of the audio that we got there absolutely pro- probably off the top we should listen to Larry one of the board members who is just so welcoming. I think I, I don't think they really knew us going into it, which is quite nice. But it is um, nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, we had a lovely a lovely chat with Larry, so you can listen to that now. So it's gorgeous, gorgeous day in paradise. And we're sat down here with one of the founders of Fist Fest, Larry. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Good afternoon. Very well, very well. Um this is quite a quite a massive event it's of course our, our first time um and we and we were introduced to you yesterday it was uh lovely to to see the man behind all the action um tell us about your involvement with fist fest over the years um i've actually been involved with fist fest for the last 11 years it was started by another fellow in, in uh, california in 1997 uh, and i took it over from him in 2018 around 2011 I guess it was um, and at the time it was a an annual event in Palm Springs and the next year I brought it to Augusta uh, in addition to Palm Springs and over the course of time uh, I always like to say Fist Fest is a, an event coming to a neighborhood near you because we have done northern and southern California we've done Michigan um, Florida and most notably here at Augusta, which has become our official home, uh, where we're now doing three weekends a year. So, it, it, you know, Augusta was a place that took us a while to get accustomed to. Uh, 
being in the heart of the Deep South. Uh, we weren't sure exactly how we would be welcomed or what people would think about us. Uh, the resort here, the Metropolis Complex here in Augusta has been phenomenal. They work with us beyond what anybody would ever think that a resort would do, and that's very difficult to find a resort that would host you for a kinky event. Right. My understanding is they, they have gay events all year round, is that correct? That's absolutely true. And as a matter of fact, uh, one of my friends, Michael Brandon, who did an inappropriate pool party here years ago, learned that I was looking for uh, an alternative place to host Fist Fest, and he suggested Parliament. So that's how we got started. And I came out in August of one year and it just poured rain on us. And, um, but I mean, it's never not rained on me when I've been here for like the last 11 or 12 years. And one of the things that after my first weekend here, I was very desperate to know what people thought. And, it, and so I was asking around and one of my friends who came to the weekend from the UK, he described Parliament as being somewhat like Auschwitz, but without the charm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They've made a whole lot of improvements to it okay. the, since that time. But, uh, and I've shared that with the owners of the resort and they got a big chuckle out of it. And I always look back to that time and go, well, I wasn't too far off the mark at that point in time. Right, right. Yeah. Are you a Southerner yourself? I grew up in Oklahoma. That's Southern, right? Uh, well, not really. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, not, we're, not, we're not good at American geography, I'm sorry. <laughs> Neither are most Americans. And uh, Oklahoma has always had an identity crisis with regard to where it is. Uh, it's in Ohio, right? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no. I should not have said anything. Yeah. Now, now they just consider themselves part of the Great Plains. Uh, uh, Oklahoma is a state. It is a state, okay. yes. Okay. It's part of the Great Plains. It's probably doesn't deserve to be a state, but it is. <laughs> okay. Nonetheless. Uh-huh. Um, Here's a little annoyed fact, though. Oklahoma is the smallest state west of the Mississippi and larger than any state of the east of the Mississippi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. I'm sure your listeners will find that fascinating. <laughs> what do you think it is about the Augusta location that's been the biggest success for this event? Because, I mean, it's, you know, from the outside looking, you think, like, really, of all places? Surely not a big metropolis city like New York or Chicago, but what is it about here? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you a single thing. I would. I, well, I would. If I had to narrow it down to one thing, I would say it was the resort management. They are vanilla as the day is long, but they appreciate us for what we do, and we respect the property, and we are able to sell at the resort three times a year. Sometimes in a, in a not so desirable month, um, and then they just work with us. And they allow us to do stuff that uh, that other places would. I mean, they had a pig pen already here that was like three or four hotel rooms where they knocked the walls down. They had slings hung and crosses, so it was already kink friendly at that point. Uh, but anything we ask of them, they try to accommodate us. Uh, they're just the staff is great. 
we take really good care of the staff, uh, and uh, I mean, it, it's now it's like for me, it's like family, and that's one of the things we say about Fist Fest is that you're only new for 20 minutes, and after that, you're family. You know, and we went to the bank the other day to change over some membership cards and stuff. And they said, what do you do? What is, <laughs> and we were saying, it's, it's a men's reunion uh, retreat that we have three times a year. And it is, I mean, it really seriously is. It's, it's like we get together with our family, our chosen family, our friends. And we spend a whole lot of time when we get together with, how are you, how's your husband, how are your dogs, how's the job, how was your travel to get here? And then after that, it's like, okay, you want to play? Right. When do you have time? Right. And it just, it goes like that. It's, it's, it's really a wonderful welcoming space. And, and it, what I have found in talking to people is that it's very true. You're really only a new for 20 minutes in your family after that. Everybody knows who you are. You're fist to yourself. Yes. How long have you been fisting? And how, how have you seen fisting evolve over the years? Well, um... <laughs> I I started fisting in around 1993, which was pre-internet. Um, and I don't know how I found my fisting mentor, uh, but it involved trading a whole lot of phone phone calls before he would agree that I could come over and play. Um, and. That's a whole kind of long story, but that's how that came about. And I fell in love with it. I, I started out in the 70s as a young gay man, uh, fascinated with ass play. Uh, hide the fingers, you know, I played with somebody and I would go, you know, one finger, two finger, three finger, four, and I'd fold my thumb over and go, oh my God, do you think you could actually take my hand? I didn't know there was a word called fisting. And then, you know, you get the thumb folded over and they go, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. And uh, so I was always fascinated. And uh, so then when I actually did get fisted and, you know, watching my hand disappear inside someone's butthole has always been kind of like you stand on the beach and you watch the sunset, you know, and when the sun disappears, everybody goes, wow. <laughs> it's the same kind of feeling, I love you know. That. It's like, wow. And then you just kind of go from there. And then you develop some techniques and stuff. But uh, I, uh, in around 2004, my, my colon was ruptured by a toy in a fisting scene. And uh, somebody had brought some chemicals to play and we made a booty bump, and I, which I'd never made one for myself. And it was very strong and then it went right through. And uh, so I went through four surgeries, you know, wow. um, uh, to get through all of that and develop hernias in the, in the, in all kinds of stuff. And so fisting after that was the farthest thing away from my mind, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, uh, until one day, it was like a light switch went off and I called a friend who was not a fister. And I said, come over and play with my butt for a while. 
and he did and he got tired and then I had a fuck bench and so I put a toy on the bench and I did squats over the, over the toy for about two hours and the next day I couldn't walk because I, my legs were so sore and I'm like, you're stupid, oh man, what are you doing? But your hull felt good. Oh, it was wonderful. It was like the light switch went on and it was like, okay, now I'm ready. But then after that I started doing uh, programs on safer sex and fisting and safe play and anti-chemicals and all of that and it actually developed the Handball Academy, uh, which is a nonprofit uh, 501c3 and doing programs and then I went to the original Fist Fest in Palm Springs and it was just a, it was a free-for-all. I mean, it was, un, it was before un, un, undetectable, it was before PrEP, there was no treatment for C, everybody was uh, using drugs. They were they would be out in the private place, uh, public place places until five or six o'clock in the morning, uh, and I was like, this is stupid. So I started doing my own thing called Spring Fling, did that for four years, and then where I put a safer sex, drug-free stamp on things, and people appreciated that. They appreciated knowing that they could go someplace where drug use was not going to be the norm or you could ask some your partner to use condoms or use gloves and um, people have appreciated it now we do 12 step have 12 step meetings here for people during the course of the weekend and um, things have changed so dramatically and even the last five years it's like what is safer sex anymore you know, with the advent of un, uh, undetectable and PrEP. And now there's a treatment for, for hepatitis C. Uh, so we, we we still put out gloves, we still put out condoms because that empowers the folks who want to play with a glove or a condom. They can ask to do it and they, feel, they don't have to feel shamed. You know, it's not unanticipated, unexpected. Uh, so that's been important. And then of, of late, uh, you know, our biggest challenge was, was COVID right. because we canceled a whole year uh, because of COVID. And we decided that we were going to start back up in 2021, but we implemented a very strict COVID policy where you had to have been vaccinated and you had to upload your COVID card. And in this country, that's kind of contentious, right? Totally, totally. And we had a lot of pushback initially, and initially from people on the board, uh, you know, and some people on the board who work with healthcare providers, you know, the HIPAA and all that, you can't ask for that. Well, we, we have a, an attorney who works with us, and so I asked him to, to research the issue of whether we could legally ask people to provide proof of vaccination and to upload their cards. And it turns out that we're not a healthcare provider and we are not open to the general public. And so, yeah, we could. So what we told people was that you have to upload your card, but we're only gonna keep it to verify that you've been vaccinated and we keep your name dates of vaccination and, and vaccine, we keep that record and we delete the card. And we were the first, I think, and I want to pat ourselves on the back a little, I think we were the first organization, at least here, to do that. 
And after we did it, then other organizations started to to have a COVID vaccine policy. And then when monkeypox came up, it's like nothing, it never <laughs> had, you know, never ends. But isn't so, it nice that you'd done the groundwork with COVID that then monkeypox asking for vaccination for that was not out of the question? It wasn't. And I think it made a whole lot of people feel a whole lot safer. Uh, and we're only requiring one vaccination right now. And the problem around the country has been that not, a lot, not every provider provides proof of vaccination. I got both of my monkeypox vaccinations in Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma actually has a monkeypox vaccination card like the COVID card. So, I mean, I don't give Oklahoma a lot of kudos for a lot of things, but they did that right. So that was really pretty cool. And so... Where do you see uh, the event going in the future? I know that you are looking to, uh, to uh, hand over things to more, or, or more, more things to the board. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, I, I've been looking to, to pass FizzFest along for a few years. And the one thing I did not want to do was to give it to one or two people and have them do an event and say, oh, this is hard. <laughs> and and, give, then, it and yeah. give it up. Right. Yeah. Because uh, it is hard. It does take a lot of time. So I was driving somewhere and I had this epiphany to turn it over to a nonprofit and a board of directors. And it was a very good move. And the board is pretty much handpicked. Uh, and they're good folks. I mean, if there's, if they have to make a decision between doing something for the benefit of the board or something for the benefit of the people who come, it's still, their heart is with a community-based organization. So that makes me feel very good. Um, so I'm not planning to be on the board next year. Um, we have discussed me being an emeritus member uh, for input and advice. Although if this year, the last couple of months is any indication, the advice is not so much wanted. Uh, but there, it's okay, it's all right. I, mean, I don't, I don't uh, take any umbrage at that because they've got their feet on the ground and they understand what needs to be done. We started back right after COVID doing two weekends back to back, one in April and one in uh, October, I think, back to back. And it just about killed us all. Uh, so they got trial by fire, you know, coming into this. So they got thrown off the off the dock into the lake, and they learned to swim really quick. So I guess now they can handle anything, right? I think they can. I'm I'm very confident in in everybody's abilities. So uh, regardless of what my future is with the board, uh, whether it's emeritus or I just step away and I come to the events and enjoy them, God, what a what a thing that would be. Uh, you know, it's in good hands. And it's going to live way long into the future. And that was my goal, my hope. What would you say to anyone that's considering coming to Fist Fest? Come. Uh, I understand. See, and I'm this way too. I'm, I'm not really, I'm, I'm kind of, sh basically I'm shy. If this was my event, I would probably be sitting in a corner, you know. Um... So I understand people who come to the weekends and they feel uh, shy or they, they don't feel whatever. My thing is with, the, with them is volunteers. Sign up for the volunteer list. Uh, if, you, if finances are an issue, we have a scholarship program so that we will provide your uh, 
your weekend pass and lodging and some food and beverage along the way. We'll take you out to dinner and breakfasts and stuff. Why is that a hard word? I don't know. Um, in exchange for you helping out during the weekend. And the trade-off with that is your volunteer schedule does not interfere with playtime. So you come out, help us set up the slings, help us set up the, the hellhole party. Once that's up, play. And when it's over, come back and help us tear it down and move the slings somewhere else. Help us set up the Bloody Berry Bar in the morning and then tear it down when it's done. Once it's set up... Bloody Mary Bar? Yes! <laughs> nine, too late? Nine, late. Too late, but tomorrow morning, 9 to 11, every day. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, Bloody Marys, mimosas, um, yeah, that kind of thing. We've got a long flight back to New York. No, 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 we've got the, the long journey back home. We can't come tomorrow, unfortunately. Oh. We're leaving. Well, I could get you, buddy. We can come in the morning. We can come in the morning. Yeah. Mimosas in the morning, done. Okay. Yeah, I could get you a Bloody Berry or a Mimosa now. It's just who you know, you know. Oh, well, well, we know on. you, so. It's who you know. It's who you know. There's all kinds of things. It, it, it's funny. They, but, but really, volunteer, come with an open mind. Come to our orientation. Because what we do right after registration is we have a, a first-timer orientation. Yeah, we went to that yesterday. Yeah. And, Fantastic. Yeah, and great guys give you a layout of the, the run of the place how it works, what are the expectations, what's the etiquette, uh, all of that. And then that gives the guys who are in here for the first time a group of folks that they know, you know, that they can connect with. And then uh, then also, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like a man. It's like if you, if you, like, your first time or your holds tight or you maybe haven't fisted before, I know the guys who have, who like to work with somebody who's new, who will take the time to work with you and play with you and ease you into uh, things. Uh, you grin just killed me, but yeah, but it, you, you know, the fisting is a world of puns, and uh, which makes it fun to talk about. But but I mean, it's it's that kind of thing. It's it's like talking to people. Uh, putting people together who work with each other. If you're a, a new person and you want to work with somebody who's experienced, we can make that happen. You know, just anything that'll make your weekend work. Larry, very uh, thank you very much. It's been enlightening. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and, and welcome. I hope you guys. I know it's a trek across the pond to get here, <laughs> Just a bit. but uh, I hope you'll come and and uh, next time you come back, uh, let us know and we'll. Free mimosas. Free mi free yeah. mimosas. Unlimited yes. free mimosas. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Larry, so much. Thank you. Hey guys, Hunger FF here. I'm excited to be a part of such fun, so let's celebrate by giving you a 24-hour free trial membership. Sign up today on HungerFF.com, select one month membership, and use promo code SUCHFUN at checkout to get free access. I'll see you pigs there. I was, I was quite taken by Larry's eyes, and he was one of the founding members, I believe as well. So, I mean, obviously we've covered in New York and Chicago kind of where you were at your plate, you're still on this journey of, you know, you're learning to fist without drugs. And I think, I think you kind of got into your rhythm 
as a top, you'd had you'd had some bottoming experience. So then, where were you at going into Fist Fest? Going into Fist Fest, I was still quite anxious, to be honest, uh, and thinking about, am I really ready for something like this? Um, of course, yes, Chicago and New York had had reminded me, I haven't lost any skills, uh, and yes, I can still enjoy topping I can still enjoy bottoming it was all very fleeting and it was all very very short and perhaps even this feeling of being rushed until I got to fist fest and then we were in gay camp mode and I was just like oh I can relax here I can just be where I am we don't have to go traveling and you know tomorrow um and I had arranged to have a session with falcon punch on the first day on the Thursday and it that was super casual it was like we'll get to it at some point in the day no worries like if it's if it's not your first then that's fine um and you know I <laughs> kind of as usual I I had a bit of a long douche I had problems douching out uh I'm currently trialing a new fiber pill that's designed especially for depth play uh I will report back next season um hmm, good luck with that thanks <laughs> um uh, trialing different different amounts, like different doses. So we'll see. I did I did a modium for the first time in ages. That worked out time, actually because well, it, we it were modium brothers on. Well, it, it lasted. Friday? We we as soon as my gut sucked because following that, I had one of the worst cleanouts. Literally, like an hour and a half shitting in a stranger's shower. Which, by the way, you're gonna do a lot of if you go to Fist Fest. It's sort of like whose shower am I in now? Um, <laughs> I've just met them. Um, but it's all good. Because, again, we're all on the same page. We're all family. Um, yeah, but then after all that settled, then I was good to go for a good, like, 24 hours. Squeaky clean. Right. So, yeah. I'm not yeah. recommending... Because it was... And I, don't, and I don't normally do stuff like Imodium. Because it does, like... like as soon as you're done with the plane, you're like, I really need shit. Like, I re-, and it's, it's all there. It's all there waiting for mm. me. And it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, sorry, I had gone off topic. <laughs> I hadn't used Imodium in years when you gave me one. I was like, okay, let's see. And I think like it had its benefit. Like the next day, the next morning, Saturday morning, because we were leaving at midday, so yeah. we got there early and made the most of our time. I think I had, I had as much sex in those three hours as I had had the whole of the previous day. So, but anyway, back to Thursday. My first session with uh, with Falcon Punch. Uh, I I was I was a bit on edge. I was a bit like I don't know if my bottoming's really gonna work. I also have a massive crush on Falcon Punch, so there was that easily kinda, done, very easily done, very easily done. There's this extra tension for me, um, but you know I tried to go with the flow, and something very strange happened to me when he fisted me. I did he pull a rabbit out? I, Sorry? Did he pull a rabbit out? He pulled a rabbit out. Okay. Uh, and then another rabbit. That's what's been holding you back. A thousand more rabbits. And so in a saboteur. And around the room. That's what's been holding me back. No, I, um, I had a really cathartic experience with him because it was about, it was about being vulnerable, allowing myself to be vulnerable in, some, in front of somebody uh, who actually I just met for the first time in person. Uh, even though we've interviewed him before on this podcast. 
um, being in being vulnerable in front of somebody and and yeah, letting my guard down, allowing my hole to to expand uh, while sober as well. And halfway through, it started going really well, really easy, and I just started bawling my eyes out. Uh, and that came from someplace very deep inside me. Uh, I've cried before from fisting, but mostly when it stops. <laughs> and this was in the middle of it. I'm just, I'm getting fisted. He's by, like punching me out. And I just start crying. And he's just like, go with it, baby. There's nothing wrong here. Mm. Like you're in a safe space. And I really felt that. Um, mm. And it's like, you know, this, you know, this idea of when, you know, at the end of winter, you haven't had your feet, your bare feet on the ground, like on the earth for such a long time. And you go and do it and there's something strangely cathartic about it. It's this grounding yourself. This session felt like that for me. It felt like I'd been floating through the air for such a long time. And this was me coming back down or being brought back down to earth. And something changed in my connection between my head and my whole and I have trouble describing it. I really can't tell you exactly what's going on there, except for from that moment on, my hole was singing. And I got fisted by a few other people. Again, I was like more top than bottom uh, this trip. But every time I got fisted after that, it was just like, oh, it's so easy. It's so, I'm so horny. I'm so relaxed. I can trust. I can be vulnerable. Uh, so thanks to Falcon Punch for for n letting me be where I was and inviting me to come back down. Uh, and that brings me to one further point. I'll try not to labor the point here, but um, you're fisting people. Like these are our people, right? You're fisting people. You need to trust them and you need to be led by them because sometimes you might consider yourself to be somebody who knows a lot, uh, about fisting and the psychology of it but nothing compares to learning from somebody else who belongs to your tribe because they know so much as well and, and they can when you're in that moment of like whatever anxiety or whatever insecurity you're going through listen to somebody who knows a lot and let them take you like let them take you like fuck mm. it out of you kind of take you um <laughs> And that makes a world of difference. Yeah. I love this community for that reason. So that was my experience with my bottoming. Tell me about yours. So, I mean, fresh off of Chicago, um, I kind of realizing that I think going into it, I was so conscious of where, where I've been out of fisting. As I mentioned before, this year has been so erratic for my play. I probably made, you know, I, said before like I really don't like playing in terms of goals as well I need to be doing this I need to be achieving that I need to be getting wider deeper but I have noticed that I've absolutely stagnated in the last year so in terms of bottoming so Chicago was kind of finding my rhythm again I'm feeling confident in it and then as glorious as as entering Fist Fest was and seeing so many uh, faces and there were so many people there that knew, I, th God, I think Maybe it's ghost to say. I think probably about 90% of people that knew who we were. And we'll, and we'll talk a bit more about kind of how people reacted to us. Um, 
but I did, I did have a bit of imposter syndrome, certainly for that first day. Cause I just thought like, I don't like, do I belong here? Do I really, am I? Cause you're there with people and you know, um, the drag queen, a lot, a, a lot of McGriddles. She, I'm, 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 I'm just going to quote what she said. I'm just going to steal it. Um, in that it's like feet, like bit like being a fister. Certainly when you're around, you know, vanilla people or just, you know, kinky people that are not, that are not fisters. It does feel like you're a unicorn amongst horses. And I, and, and, and I've loved that feeling. I love that, you know, to, to, you know, to someone that doesn't fist, I'm, I'm a cavern. I'm like, what? This goes in where in you? What the fuck? It's, you know, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> but you're, all that's got, like, you're on the unicorn farm now. You're here with all the unicorns. You're with the super unicorns. Yeah, we're super unicorns. You're with the mega unicorns now. And it's like, God, like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, am I on the same level as these people? Do uh, you know? Are, are they going to be like, oh, well, you you can't get double punch. You can't do that. You know, and all this stupid stuff was going through my head. And yeah, we're we're all super unicorns, except for you. Except for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, which is obviously bullshit. I know. Like we've said in the past, you're already in the club. Yeah, yeah. And I and I kind of forgot it. And I just thought, what? You know, am I good enough to be here? What's my purpose here? I don't really get it. Um, you know, I I. Per- Personally, feeling the sort of the most unattractive I've felt in a long time. I'm definitely the heaviest I've ever been this this year. So all that's playing in my mind. Like I don't feel sexy. Um, and you think like, well, what have I got to offer anyone? What what is what is, what is my place here? And also feeling a bit kind of forgotten about because there's people who rightly or wrongly do go, oh well, you've got a fisting podcast. You're an expert. I'm like, no, I I still have so much to learn, so much to do. Um, you know, to achieve. Um, I'm always open to, to feedback as well, but it kind of felt like, you know, nobody really kind of got, you know, asked me like, well, what do you need out of bottoming? What do right. you need? How, how, how can this experience be made better for you? And right. I was missing that kind of dialogue with people. Um, mm. So I, so I felt that I will say probably a good portion of that was all in my head. Um, but it took having these interactions with someone like living larger, who was like, I'm interested in you, you know, um, and then it just, you know, and then, and then meeting and play, playing with people who are so, so talented. And it just, I don't know, I, it's, at some point I just kind of realized I am enough. I, 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 I don't know, something, some, something, something changed in me. Um, and I was very confident in kind of what I, what I bring to the table as a top, what I can do as a bottom as well. Um, yeah. It all just kind of settled into place for me as well. Yeah, well, it's perfect, and I mean, in such a such a relaxed environment as well. I feel like it's almost like we couldn't not get into a relaxed headspace. It's like everything was actually just perfect. We were with the right people in the right environment. It was still summer. Um, people were just walking around naked, <laughs> like like Falcon Punch walking around every day with just mm. the little crop top on. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you know what? I know what it was. I can't remember who said it to us. It might have been Greasy 201. But it said, if someone wants to play with you, it's not on you to question why. Like, because so, that, that's always in my head. Like, but why do you want to play with me? I haven't got this. I can't do this. I don't look like that. I, don't, I can't do what he does. And it's like, if somebody wants to play with you, that's none of your fucking business. Why? 
go with it. They've they've chosen you for a reason. And that finally permeated with me. Certainly, certainly by the Friday morning. I was like, if you if 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 you want me, let's go with this. You want me for a reason. Mm. And it's not for me to kind of talk myself out of that situation. Like people like people want to play me play with me for a variety of reasons. Um and it's not and and it's and it's stupid for me to keep you know, playing in my head all the reasons why somebody wouldn't want to play with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 just like just go with this feeling. Just just go like you know, some of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my fucking life were there, and they go, "Oh my god, it's you!" And I want to meet you. I want to talk to you. And hey, can we do butt stuff? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can. It's great. I will say I've seen some of the deepest holes in my life. Then it oh, was yeah. just, it was so beautiful. And by the way, like I. You know, as we've gone on time, time, time again, as long as you can, you know, get it to the wrist, you're in this club and you're a fister and I want to fucking play with you. But my God, some. OK, OK, OK. <laughs> oh, I'm ready now. I'm get, I'm get up. There's nothing because I'm always a little bit. May, maybe I'm guilty of being a little bit too timid as a top because I just don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. And I always, th- I always think it's better for someone to ask you to go harder or deeper yeah. than someone trying to, you know, get you to go, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly. Know, like you've hurt me or I, I don't want to be in that situation. That I honestly, that just, that just makes my heart sink if I was ever in that situation. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to injure anybody. There is nothing harder than you. I mean, getting pretty damn close to the elbow. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and then you, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is great. And then they reach around, you think like, oh God, am I hurting them? And they reach... They, they reach back to grab your arm, like just to hold it steady, and they just plummet the rest of the way down on it. <laughs> I like, like, I could cry. This is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, Should we talk about um, how. Well, actually, I, I, you know what? let's listen to some of the people that we spoke to. Yeah, that's good. To the yeah. wonderful, wonderful people that we met there. So we're walking through the labyrinth, which is normally dark, but they've turned the light on for us because this is the introductory tour. So far, so good. We're being led around by a fireman who's wearing mostly red, except for his kilt. So far, so good, right? I mean, this seems like the house where the murders happen. Light. Alright, just stalls. Turn around, step up, step down. Step That's a wall. <laughs> this is Hall of Mirrors <laughs> So uh, I'm realizing that this place holds gay events year round. This is where the communion is, yeah, for All right. Georgia. Uh, I've never been, but. Pesky Union is. I love these bars, look. look bars. These, these metal bars to hold on to. Oh. If you have an earth-shattering orgasm, you need oh, the bars. Okay. Yeah. Just hold on tight, and so we'll all be around. Suspecting stranger. Yeah. <laughs> a red neon strip. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hello. Clint. Jared. I'm with him. There's a steam room down there. You missed the steam room. Steam room? Okay. okay. Steam room? The globe party. I mean, the globe party's here. Okay. Yes, the globe party is in here. 
the after hours glow party, there is a glow party at the pool tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my. So tell us what we're looking at, Big Butt Cake. We are looking at school disco meets playroom. <laughs> and it's all neon. Yeah, they've used neon sticky tape in the dark to um, do some interesting shapes mm. and artistic expressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rear wall is donned by a, a clear and severe message, pig. <laughs> and also, Accent on the eye. Yeah, there's also the letters FF, um, in case anyone was under any false pretenses of why they're here. Exactly. This finally confirmed, I'm, after paying several entry fees, this finally confirmed their purpose on these grounds. I mean, I tend to forget myself. Um, uh, that's no, that's there, and then there's, on this wall, there's a, thank God it's Fist Friday. Yeah. And now we descend into the steam room. I think we missed the steam room. Oh, isn't it just down here? Oh, oh this looks I mean, to be about the most regular thing we've seen so far. <laughs> steam room, got it. Lockers, good. Nice. Well, that was the tour okay. of the uh, labyrinth. So, who are we talking with? Hi, um, I'm Rose Budman on Twitter. Rose Budman? Yeah. Love I it. Lo- that's a great name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'll stick to Twitter too. Uh, st- uh, sticky digits underscore FF on Twitter. <laughs> that's not as succinct, but I like it. <laughs> so, this is your, we're currently on the orientation tour. That means this is your first time, correct? Yes. Impressions, first impressions? I love it. It's, it seems well organized. Uh, nice mix of people. It, sh- it should be a really fun weekend. It sh- should be really, really interesting. So why? So why is this year the first for you? Um, I've been into fisting a long time, but I'm I'm starting, let's say, approaching it more seriously. I've got more time on my hands right now, so I've met uh, people who were nice enough to invite me, and so I decided to to participate. Uh, it was a bit of a last-minute decision. Usually, uh, for other um, events, when they have the the spring event, it's usually like coincides with another event it's in um, Cleveland, which is like a just overall leather event. So. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, we can make it. Great. Let's come. Let's drive here. Yeah. So are you are you with friends here? Yes, I'm with my partner here. Uh, so um, it should be pretty fun. And he's very experienced. He had uh, Fist Fest. So um, yeah, he's over there socializing and uh, here with the so, news. <laughs> so what are you hoping to gain from this weekend? Other than a larger poll. Meeting <laughs> a bunch of interesting people. Uh, Fisting has turned into a really nice community for me. I've, I've made a lot of really good friends, and they're the people who invited me here, and I, I, it, the, the group of people continues growing and so forth, so I really, that's the part I enjoy the most. And of course, I, I do intend on getting fisted silly, so... <laughs> I want that for you, too. <laughs> I think we all want that for each other, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely, what are you hoping to get out of it? Definitely hoping to find some really good connected partners. Uh, I love intense play, and, and for me, yes, connection is the most important part. So it's it's good to be around, you know, experienced people, and, and you know, they know what they do, and they know how to play. Um, when you say intense, is it faster, longer? What's the style? Uh, what, the, what does that mean for you, intense? For, for me, it's more emotionally intense. Okay. Yeah. So I like sensory overload sure but uh, you know is that that 
energy exchange that you get out of fisting is what really gets me off. It's not, you know, it's, it is a sport, but it's also a sport where I get to connect to people and, and really, you know, explore uh, myself, themselves, you know, the, 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 whole, the whole back and forth, I guess. Thanks for chatting with us. Yeah, Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. I am currently seated in the cafe area at FizzFest, uh, and I'm with two lovely gentlemen. What are your names? Hi, I'm Vince, and I'm from Michigan. Nice. I'm Jay from Nashville. And uh, do you have Twitter handles that you want to mention? I don't, no. Queer FF, C-U-I-R-F-F. Oh, that's, that's French for leather, right? Wait, is that? Oh, are you French? Uh, no. Okay. But you sound Okay, okay. Um, what is your favorite thing about FistFest? I like uh, the Hellhole Party. It's a really great place to meet people and play, and there's a lot of different apparatus to play on, so I like that the most. Nice. <laughs> and the Hellhole Party is happening next door. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. It's, it's quite a party atmosphere there. There's a lovely DJ playing awesome uh, pop remixes. I love that. It's um, like a big porn set. It's, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Porn set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's your favorite thing about Fist Fest? Uh, I think it's like different guys. You can get experience the fist skills. You know, you learn different things, and that's pretty amazing. Um, and it kind of pushes the limit, also to some extent, and learning new things. Yeah. Any particular favorite experience you've had? Maybe this time, or have you been before? Yeah, this is a fourth or fifth time. And um, do you have a, a, one particular fisting experience that has topped them all? <laughs> um, it's almost like a tantric fisting experience. Like one guy was like fisting doesn't look very fast from the outsider, but he was going very slow. But when synchronized with the breath. It almost feel like the head rush, like when people do popper type thing, but without doing popper. That was one of the most fun experience. Natural high. There's nothing better, right? Right. Uh, how many times have you been to Fist Fest? Uh, this is my third time coming to Fist Fest. Yeah. Do you have a particular top experience? I think my um, favorite experience was uh, at my last Fist Fest. I was kind of still learning and I, from, I don't know, like the start of the weekend to the end of the weekend, I started off like taking single hands and I worked my up t- way up to like, getting double punched. And I was yes, like, kind did. of like, <laughs> <laughs> nice to see progress and like achieving goals. So it was cool. Okay. <laughs> and I bet it was, it was the lovely top that uh, was able to get you into the headspace to, to get that happening, right? Yeah. It, yeah. The top and like the atmosphere it's like yeah. really great <laughs> fuck yeah thank you guys yeah thank, thank you. you i'm with popper top what's your name i'm brian brian um and your your twitter handle is fisting daddy sc i guess sc is south carolina right that's correct that is right uh, sin city sin city right do you know uh do, do you know lindsey graham personally not personally but he's a little light in the loafers so I'm pretty sure he bats for our team, but <laughs> he just doesn't proclaim it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I have I have three golden questions for you. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, um, wait. Number one, I had I had already. Where are you from? Who are you? We know that already. Um, what is your favorite thing about Fist Fest? Uh, it's the it's the atmosphere with everybody around us. We all are here for the same thing, and I'm I just love the idea. It's so erotic to get inside and slide inside someone and feel I can feel your heartbeat the whole nine yards it's just an amazing sensation for me 
And do you have a... Oh, how many times have you been to Fist Fest now? This is my third time. Okay. Uh, do you have one experience that has topped them all during your times at Fist Fest? Uh, probably this time, actually. It's, um, it's a situation where... It, everything just kind of worked out right. I mean, the chemistry was good. The body language was good. I was able to slide in. I, I enjoyed all kinds of fisting. It was just, it felt really intimate and really erotic, which was kind of an unusual situation in a place like this. Loved it. Lovely. Nice to chat to you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have one more thing. We, we want to, <laughs> I, I told you, I think yesterday, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you uh, for the podcast about uh, fist topping on poppers because I think you and I share an opinion there I fucking love it tell, tell me about your experience with that I, I just love to fist when I'm with, with, with poppers it's just the most amazing feeling it's like it puts me on the same level the same plane that the bottom's on and so we can share that contact the intimate contact that's together it puts us we, we're, it's just it just creates a bond that is different and it's just it's it's great I love it I agree with you I I notice it most when I go around kind of the elbow region in a bottom see see, now you're fortunate because I have large hands I'm not able to go around the elbow region so I remember I saw the first thing I saw when I got here yesterday was you (laughs) going almost like in the region of elbow deep in a in a guy right so it's fun I've never been elbow deep I can only imagine that that is but one of the most impressive parts about the poppers and the fisting is that when you're deep is I can literally feel your heartbeat when I feel your heartbeat, it just it, it adds to that connection and the eroticism of the entire thing, and just it just it really adds to the overall experience. Love it, love it. Uh, would you say you go faster or slower on poppers, or does it depend on the context? I can get more intense, but I, I try to judge based on what the bottom is, where the bottom is. If he can take it, then yeah, we'll go harder and we'll go deeper. If he wants it more slow and more intense, but yet deeper. It just, I try to feel off his body language and go from there. So it just depends. Exactly. I find I get less impatient when I take poppers. Like if I need to go slowly and I've taken some poppers, I'm suddenly like, ah, let me arrive in this moment and just be here. And I don't need to move at first. It's gorgeous. It is. It's just the entire mental aspect of the poppers. It just adds to it. I don't... I love to go and push when I'm on the poppers. I think that's when I want to push your limits. Yeah. Is when I'm with you when we're both on the poppers into the same high. That's why I want. I want to take it first. You take it second, and then we'll go from there. So I can push you as far as you're going, and then if I need to sit there, I'm great because we're on we're on the same page. We're both feeling the same thing, and I love it. It's just the act of being inside is just amazing. Nice to chat to you. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, how are you? Very well. What's your name? Kyle. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, 96 underscore kilohertz, K-H-Z. Oh, that's you, of course. Um, and you're a, you're a top? Yes. Wow. Do you know how many, do you know if you're one of the few tops here? Uh, I think there are a decent amount of other tops here, yeah. It does seem to be slightly more top heavy, no pun intended, than normal, but that's not a bad thing. Nice. What's your favorite thing about Fist Fest? Um, personally, I really like the sense of community. So I, I don't really go to kink events. This is the first kink event that I've 
ever been to. My first time was last July, and I've been every time since then. And at least from what I've heard from other people, this is very much centered around creating a community and making new friends and meeting new people. Um, I feel like it's much more, there's a lot more social and community aspects mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than what I've heard from other events. Oh yeah, I love it. I, I've met so many amazing people here. It's, it's incredible. Nice. Uh, do you have one highlight of this trip so far? <laughs> Um, it is nice to see you guys in person, not Aww. to, not to butter your biscuit. Um, no, biscuit it's, buttered. Yeah, but it's, it, it's really just nice to like, um, you know, see, see old friends make new ones and, and, you know, you see people online and it's, and it's just really nice to meet them in person Awesome. and, and like say hi to people. Mm, and I love it here. I love it here. <laughs> awesome. Me too. It's my favorite place. Beautiful. I, I mean, the first time, um, the first time I went here, I was uh, I came with my longtime regular last July, and it was my first kink event of any kind. Like I, I had never played with more than two people at a time before coming here. It was so overwhelming. Right. And and like when I when I left, we checked out and we hugged, and I just started bawling because it's just so affirming to be around. I mean, look around you, exactly. listeners. Look around you, listeners. Um, <laughs> so it. To be around so many fisters in one place is so affirming, and it and having struggled with, you know, the the realization that fisting is a part of who I am for for a while, um, just just to feel that hey, I'm not alone. There's tons of people out here that are into the same thing that I am. Right, and together we can normalize this. Exactly, exactly. Beautiful. Any last remarks? Um, something you desperately want to get out to all those. Fisty fisters all over the world. <laughs> Too much pressure. Too much pressure. Um, I don't know. Just, just thank you for making the podcast and for, and for highlighting a bunch of different things. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Hey, who are you? Where are you from? I am Max Depp. I'm from Florida, uh -huh. Orlando. Lovely. There's a lot of gays there, right? There's, there's, yeah, quite a big community there. Uh -huh. Yeah, big fisting community as well. No, no, no. no. not a not a big fisting community. Not not in Orlando, but once you get down to like Wilton Manors, there's more of it. But relatively small, actually. Yeah, Orlando's more roller coasters, right? Yeah, roller coasters in Disney. <laughs> Love it. Um, what's your favorite thing about Fist Fest? Um, the community. I I just love that we can all get together and meet each other and. Um, just be ourselves here. It's great. Yeah, I, I really love it. Mm -hmm. And have you? Do you have a favorite experience from either this time or a previous time? Um, well, this is my second time here, and the first time I came was full moon uh, in 2022. But that was kind of like pretty small because of you know the pandemic and like monkeypox was going around. So not a lot of people showed up. So it was kind of like boring. Um, I still had a great time, but this time, Oktoberfest has been really, really good. It's so many more people. I, I'm seeing some familiar faces and I'm meeting some really great ones. New ones like you and um, Big Butt Geek and it's just, it's been a really great time. Um, my favorite experience so far, I think, was um, last night. I just got completely wrecked in the uh, dark room. Awesome. That, was, that was called the dark room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was, I was just getting absolutely destroyed by uh, my friend. Um, I'm not going to drop his name, but yeah. <laughs> How's your hole doing now? Uh, it's good. It's good. Ready to go take again? More. Yeah, yeah. It can definitely take more. Do you want to go again? I do want to go again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do you want to get inside me? Absolutely. Um, yep. Let's do it. <laughs> that was great. I wish I'd listened to the pod back when I first started fisting.
Okay. So I'm talking with M Dog one one four on Twitter. Mo. Beautiful. <laughs> so this isn't your first fist fest, is this it? This is the uh, first anniversary of my first fist fest. So this is my third one. Nice. Okay. So what keeps coming, making you come back? Uh, people like this one. My friends. Ah. Because say, we all come say hi, friends. Hey. Hi, friends. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fun time. It's such. It's so great catching up with everybody from around the country, uh, and the we're all in one place. Around the, and around the world, exactly. Yes. Now, hell some yeah. of us travel thousands of miles to be here. Thank you were you. Yeah. the first yeah. person from around the world that I've ever met <laughs> here. There's another guy here. from Spain this week too. Oh, from Spain. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know. I know. I know. There's a fellow Brit here. London representing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you always so hope to get out of this event? Uh, really, just catching up with everyone. It's great. Uh, whether we're fisting or just like hanging out, having fun by the pool, or people bringing you chicken sandwiches from the local oh, place. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. So, what's on the menu while, while, while you're fisting? On the menu, so I am a bottom who eats. Uh, <laughs> we are going to have some chicken sandwiches here shortly. Yeah. Uh, from apparently a very good. Yeah, look at that, and it's here. Oh my god. <laughs> Where's it from? Zaxby's. 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 I've okay. never had a chicken sandwich from Zaxby's, but I'm hoping it's not homophobic like Chick Fil A. Yeah. No. No. It should probably be good. I hope. Anyway. Okay. How far have you traveled? Uh, so I'm from DC, and I drove down with Daddy Damon. And that was like a nice little eight and a half hour uh, road trip. This one, okay. yeah, we had a great time. And what are you hoping to get out of this event? Uh, good question. I don't know. Like I said, just catching up with friends. It's fun. Getting okay. to meet new friends. Yeah, hey. meeting new friends. There you go. Hi, new friend. That's the same. <laughs> we'll end it there. That's good. Thank you. So I'm here with Pascal, aka Stretch FF, on Twitter. Um, Bit of a, I, I don't know if it's offensive to say, a bit of a father figure in the community between uh, Chicago and other locations. We're actually at Fist Fest recording this as well, but we met in Chicago. Um, thank you for talking with me. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> I, know, I know you've always been a big supporter of what we get up to as individuals in the podcast, so thank you very much. Why don't you tell everyone a bit about what you do in the fisting community? Well, um, I'm the treasurer of Mafia. Mafia is the fisting organization in Chicago um, and so we put together parties um, on our own or um, in collaboration with Steamworks. Um, we try to do it once a month and uh, I try to get these things going. So getting volunteers, registering everybody, this is my job. How do you think the fisting scene has changed in the time you've been involved with it? Um, well, so Mafia is over 40 years old and it was created when um, fisting was very much underground and uh, everybody was hidden so it has a membership system that is I would not call it outdated but it's um, it's not no longer really relevant for the newer generation so we have to adjust and adapt and we're still trying to do so so we're here at Fist Fest yes how many times you have have you attended Fist Fest I don't exactly know how many times, but I know I was there for the first Fist Fest in 1997 when it was taking place in Palm Springs. Wow, okay. So, <laughs> since I came back to the US in 2016, I think it's my 
maybe seventh time. Yeah. Yeah. And what keeps coming you back? What keeps bringing you back to this event? Um, first, I think it's the the fact that we know we are all here for the same reason. So um, there's no like cruising. It's very friendly. Um, every everything takes place in the same place, and uh, it's the the spirit of camaraderie. I think it is. It's as much a social event as it is a fisting event, and it's very important. With uh, Mafia that you co-run, what kind of what kind of guys can you expect to see it, and has that demographic changed over time? Um, I mean, it's it's definitely getting younger. Um, it used to be more um, because it's it's also an expense. Um, it, it was more on the older side, but I mean, la lately there's a lot of younger people coming i was going to say younger kids but <laughs> yeah no 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 <laughs> no 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 um but 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 a younger crowd and but the spirit remains the same which is very very agreeable so as i said before you're you're a bit of a fatherly figure i think <laughs> or motherly which one do you prefer uh, motherly motherly yes. yeah i'm okay with that yes what do you kind of get excited about with the younger generation and also what are you a bit afraid of with them afraid for them um, I think I'm excited for them to keep the spirit going and not so much. Um, they need to keep the fact that fisting is all about communication and trust and, and it's not so much about body image and, and um, it's definitely not a competition. So if, if there's something that I need to teach them, um, it's that everybody is different and everybody is entitled to have the same kind of fun or a different kind of fun, but fun in any case, because that's what it's all about anyway. So this is the, the toughest part, because I think sometimes because of porn, because of the internet, they think that, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to start and I'll get double fisted to the elbow right away. Um, it's not, it doesn't work like this, <laughs> not, at least not for everybody. Do you have any other particular advice for people that, that are getting into this kink? Find someone you trust to pursue your kink, I think is the most important thing. Um, don't overdo it. Don't go too fast. Take your time. That's my advice. How long have you been fisting now? 25 years. Yeah. And you're how old now? 55. 55. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm very, there's not, age is something I cannot control, so I'm okay with it. Thank you so much for speaking to me, Pascal. It's an honor and a privilege. My pleasure, and thanks for flying all the way to Augusta, Georgia to be with us. I'm as amazed as you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, to go and fuck, I'd like to go and fuck. Right? <laughs> I always love it here because um, uh, you just never know when someone's going to come and drop a load in you, Ugh. you know? I've not had that yet. Yeah. No. Well, you the just, morning is young. You just have to be around the pool. The pool is the mingling, oh. cruising spot. Yeah. Let's go. I would love to get fucked a bit, actually. You got yeah. fucked last night. Did I? But silicone dick. Oh. <laughs> and I, and I, I have the almost other silicone forgot. dick. So, yeah. Oh yeah, how was the silicone deck? Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, oh, I just so, all right on that. Oh yeah. my god, oh my god, I didn't hey, want to stop. Roger. Yeah. <laughs>
the, the, the silicone warmed up, I felt at least, it warmed up at the longer and harder we fucked. Really? It got warmer. I was like, okay, now I definitely don't want to stop. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're with Chris. Yes. Um, lovely to chat to you. Yeah, you guys as well. Lovely to experience you over this weekend. Uh, Sam, you have a beautiful pussy, so thanks for letting me play inside of it. Oh, you are. You're very welcome again. Uh-huh. You're blushing right now. <laughs> nice. Oh, I've got my cock cage on. Yes. I so like you're it. on the board. Is that right? Or I you're volunteer? Okay. Yes, I am on the board. So everything can and probably will be used against me. But yes, I am on the board. Uh huh. Yeah. So when did you start with Fist Fest? Um, well, I came here just as a guest. Uh, I think it was 2021, right after they started opening back up again after COVID. And. Uh, then I came on board to start helping volunteer last fall, and then I became official board member like a few months ago. So, yeah, but I, I my title is celebrations, but um, that essentially just means you know like helping set up things, organize speakers, and you know that's um, a box of chocolate brand in the UK. <clears throat> is it really celebrations? Yeah, box of celebrations. I love it. I love. Yeah. I miss the UK so much. I used to work there. Um, a lot, yeah, actually touring. Um, but I just love the, like, I don't know, the manners in the UK. Even though I feel like everyone's, like, secretly kind of um, hateful, you. but, like, <laughs> You're right, outwardly hun. with yeah. that accent. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. You're okay, hon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, uh, uh, lost my train of thought. You go. So, what mm-hmm. keeps, uh, so what. Mm, bleh. Your hands are so soft I know, and delicate. I know, yeah. It's like a um, little milkmaid over here. What was the decision? <laughs> I think the problem is both of us are a little bit taken by you. <laughs> what, uh, what was the easy decision for you to, to become part of FistFest? Um, I think what I really love about FistFest, and this was true when I was a guest here too, is that it's a, it's a great mix of fucking and socializing. And so I think it, I think it just encourages like, a wide range of people, guys, and uh, uh, yeah, there's just lots of opportunities to get to know people outside of just putting a hand in their butts, you know, which is great, but yeah, and it, I think like uh, a lot of people laugh that it is in Augusta, but I do think what's special about this place, Parliament, is that like on the edge of this tiny town in the south, there is this clothing optional gay men's resort where people can come and just be themselves and fuck and walk around naked and I just that's so rare you know and I live in New York City right 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 um so there's what ah if somebody (laughs) come close oh thank you oh that's what she needed a bit of grounding yes um if uh if listeners were interested in coming to volunteer here Mm -hmm. uh, would you recommend it and why yeah absolutely i would i think um i think again even if you just do a a couple of 30 minute shifts you just get to know people in a different way i think especially for a lot of people who are new for the first time and maybe feeling self-conscious that's again a great way to meet new friends um and you know, Fist Fest really is. I mean, the board is all non-paid. It's all—it's essentially all a volunteer-run organization. So, um, it really is. The weekend is made by what people put into it. So it's—it's it's a community effort. You like that? Community <laughs> effort on my cunt. Yes. I like that. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> uh. For the viewers at home, I have my hands uh, wrapped around Jasmataz's uh, globe-like ass. <laughs> It's very nice. <laughs> it's only glow light because of the jocks chat. <laughs> what do you always hope to achieve 
with Fist Fest? Um, I think just, uh, you know, striking the balance between uh, having an organized uh, social weekend and then also just giving people plenty of opportunities to go uh, fuck around and do whatever they want. Um, and I think also just continuing to like reach out to as many people in the fisting community as possible, you know, across age, across race, across gender identity. And uh, yeah, just continuing to try and um, spread the word about it. I'll reach. I think we're all, we're all pretty good at reaching. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> reaching Lovely. in depth. The depth. That's what we're about here. It's the depth. Yeah. It's the depth and connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like uh, that's, that's, that reaches me deep inside. Let's wrap it up because you clearly need to go and do things. So. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for speaking with us. Hey, thank you guys so much for being here. It was such a pleasure to have you. And I know that people loved um, just seeing you here and being a part of the event. And your podcast is amazing. So thank you for all the work that you do for the fisting community at large. We'll leave that part in. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> so, we are- so we're joined by a returning guest. Falcon Punch, veteran, veteran of the fisting scene, veteran, uh, won uh, won the uh, fan favorite award of uh, last season's guests. What do you have to say to uh, your um, fans? I have fans. People do message us and say they really they, they really loved your episode. Oh, uh, I would say shock, surprise, awe. Um, mostly surprise and a yeah. little bit of shock. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I came across as intolerable at best you do thank you (laughs) (laughs) so you recently made the jump from new york to chicago how's that worked out for you honestly uh it's been absolutely excellent uh new york as much as it was everything that i needed at the time is no longer what i need or want so chicago has been a great fill for that the community uh is not more robust there's more people in new york but there's more organization in chicago so, like, there's actual events for things. There's actual, like, space and stuff like that. So it's been actually a lot of fun to be part of the community. And obviously I'm here with a bunch of Chicagoans, so, you know, we, we do stuff together. And what keeps you coming back to Fist Fest? The sheer social uncomfort. No. Um, <laughs> just leave that hanging. <laughs> No, uh, honestly, what keeps coming back is it's just a great way to do this outside with friends. And that's the reason that I come back, is I just enjoy having a space where I can be A, nude, B, um, sexual, like, anywhere. And, you know, C, it's, it's a getaway. You know, I'm from the north. It's cold up there. So this is warm, very warm. It's 10 a.m. and it's, like, hot. I've enjoyed seeing you naked this weekend. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted you to know. I enjoyed seeing your um, large butt. It is a beautiful butt. You have oh, a you. huge butt. It's huge. I discovered it on the escalator when I was really yeah. just face to face with it. <laughs> it was well concealed. Um, oh, okay. We're going to wrap this up because housekeeping is here and oh, they need to not be bothered. <laughs> Uh, I'm three. Three, I need four. Four? Was I here, wasn't he? Earlier? I think so. Yeah. I I think that's a good place to end it. Falcon Punch, thank you so much. Um, thank, thank you.
It's been lovely. Um, I'm joined this lovely Saturday morning uh, by one of my fisting favourites, Odd Twink. Say hello, Odd Twink. Ah, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of um, for people out there who don't know you, what are you known for? Um, my whole. Um, <laughs> I'm known for being hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, and a decade's worth of videos. I, I, I think I remember the very first Xtube videos. Way back when. Yeah. Like, when I was 22. <laughs> <laughs> How did you achieve what you've achieved with fisting? Because it's, it's pretty impressive. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know, some people are windy, some people are straight. Uh, whole, not sexually. Um, and you kind of, like, figure out your body and, like, grow from there. Both. And what age were you when you started fisting? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a really great boyfriend in high school who was like, yes, like, let's play with your butthole. And as soon as he put his fist in, I came. And then we kept that up until we went to college. And, you know, decades later, aging myself, <laughs> um, you realize this is something that I love. Like, this, outside of even the community, it's something that, like, I love personally. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, wait, there's more people that, like, love this, too. <laughs> and, like, we all, like, have the same mindset, and we're all, like, here. So you just kind of, like, grow from that. We grow emotionally, emotionally and, uh, yes. and physically. Mentally, spiritually. <laughs> I've, I've heard this phrase a lot this past week. I think it's been in the US that fisting is a spiritual experience. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a connection. You know, you, you meet someone and you're someone and like you jive and then you get into this like headspace where it's like, oh, you see me. <laughs> you feel me like it's a thing and so you and and we all do it it's interconnected i hear you and i see you yeah exactly yes. <laughs> and, it, and and it's not like you know oh it, like there's no judgment there's no stigma there's no you know oh well that's not my thing it's like, no, this is my thing. Yeah. And this is our thing. And this is why we love each other. <laughs> I'm, I'm always really interested, interested to talk to people like yourself who are kind of known as the, the super talented people. You're the ones like doing the crazy stuff that ends up going online. But how do you feel about your place in the fisting community? Do you kind of think, oh, wow, I am like top league or, you know, some people kind of really think, get, get, really intimidated by people like yourself and for me i'm an introvert like i don't i don't spread my legs <laughs> so to speak wow <laughs> and you don't have to be big badass like super sexy guy everybody's got their place and yes you know i'm hollow but that doesn't mean that, like, I'm open. <laughs> and so you find your space, you find your people, you have your tribe. And then you just kind of, like, you, you support. You can be a supporting actor. You can be the main lead. 
you can do all of it and we all come together and like lift up all of those spaces is that one of the things that keeps you coming back to fist fest well yeah <laughs> that and <laughs> because like we're we're a we're a tribe we're people that like accept each other there's no judgment there's no it's it's not like you know you go to as an example Folsom and people are fisting on the street which we've all probably done <laughs> at least once mm-hmm. just for the experience and you know people are watching but they're not engaged yeah here everyone is together like it's a family it's a it's a tribe yeah and everyone's you know you can be a bucket hole or you can be like a a newbie but nobody's gonna judge you for any of the in-betweens yeah I think that's the thing I've kind of wrestled with um, during during this visit is kind of like well what you know be, being comfortable with where you're at in in terms of your bottoming ability and realize you know because obviously there's people here who are as you say hollow um, which is incredibly hard to see but also you're realizing okay that's that's them those, that's them and yeah and so you you do what you love you be yourself and and we're all here to like support that mm-hmm. like everybody's gonna like be like holding you up if it's nothing else than by their arm yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll hold you up yeah to my wrist (laughs) so it's you know it's it's not the same as what you would find at you know Folsom or pride week or whatever other random event that you go to it's it's a tribe yeah it really it really does feel like you know we've got like queer community kink community fist it's yeah (laughs) it's a tribe within a tribe within a tribe which explain that to straight people yeah (laughs) so you just have the world but yeah i'm gay and it's like well what kind of gay well a gay within a gay within a gay Mm -hmm. have you ever seen a nesting doll yeah We're getting real specific here. Yeah. yeah. And and this is uh, not so specific, like not like it's outside of everything, but it's a, a tribe that like is mm. open and it's it's the nesting dolls all taken out. <laughs> do you ever do you ever come to Fist Fest with kind of a goal in mind or anything you want to achieve or people you want to meet or, mm. as, or, a, or a certain experience you want to have with this event? I come to see friends. I come to see, like, people I love and people that, like, aren't local but, like, are now local. And it's like, how have you been? Where have you been? What are you doing? How can I, like, get in your hole? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, what's your schedule like? Are you, yeah. on, on, are you on top mode or bottom mode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find it's so many holes, so, so little time. There's... Four days is not enough. No, I mean we're doing. We, I mean we've done two, two and a bit, and I'm like, no, but I didn't get this person. I didn't get that. Oh. Right. Where's but I find it. How, how yeah. quickly do I need to be there? Yeah. But we was we were saying last night, like we felt, you know, obviously sore, tired, but feel like we we've we've got everything that we needed sexually, but it's actually, like, but that's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like what we're still kind of craving, at least with this for the remaining time of this event, is the connections with people. Mm-hmm. 
It's it, that's exactly what it is. You see friends, you see new people, you build the community, you lift people up, like all the stuff that's missing from like the real world. Yeah, we're putting together. Yeah, and then we take that with us, and we we go home, we go back to east, north, southwest, and. Overseas, overseas. <laughs> <laughs> and bring that energy with us and say, you know, I have this family, this yeah. tribe, this, these people who understand and respect and love me reciprocally as well as much I do. Yeah. And so you, like, grow from that and, and make, hopefully... The next 10 years, based off of the past 10 years, <laughs> better than it was before. And that's what we do. We're, we're you know, kind-hearted, hollow people. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Odd Twink, thank you so much. I'm so glad I got to meet you, finally. <laughs> One of my idols. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I'm just hollow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I really hope you enjoy the rest of your fist fest. As a lifelong science fiction fan, I've always been fascinated about going into deep space. I just didn't realise all along that the deep space was me. Oh, that's gorgeous. Deep Space is honestly one of my favorite toys. It's shaped kind of like a rocket. So it's just blasting through your first hole and then it's this long, luxurious ride down to the bottom. I find Deep Space is really a mood. So like, sometimes my hole just is, it's like begging for it. Like, my hole speaks to me, it's like, Deep Space. <laughs> and, and I go for it and- Come into space. <laughs> It's this exploration of the depths that is like, oh, it's just this next level. Top Toys is made from 100% body safe platinum cured silicone, catering for people of all levels of experience. They offer clear, easy to understand sizing guides so that you know the toy you're buying is right for you. Top Toys is also a proud queer owned and operated business. Go to toptoys.com where you can shop their entire range, as well as fisting accessories like gloves, play sheets, X-Lube, and branded apparel. For European customers, Top Toys now ships directly from Europe, so no need to worry about hefty customs charges. Alternatively, check the website and find a retailer near you stocking their range. Have fun. And we're back. You know one of my favorite things was getting fucked for the first time by a silicone cock. I can't believe you've never done that before. I was so surprised. You're a bit. You're a big Berlin slut. Like so, for me, the aesthetic of a silicone cock. I would have thought you'd encountered a few. I've have encountered a few, sure, but I've never really trusted myself to to get fucked by one. I think the aesthetic of it has been hit and miss for me. Hmm. But you and I were in a, walking down walking down the hallway outside. <laughs> I think on our on on Friday night, uh, quite late, and we were actually about to go home. Right. No, I think I think we're headed to the drag show. So you missed the drag show. I missed. Yes, you're right. A lot of McGrills. If you're listening to this, you missed. He missed. No, no, no. The drag I arrived show. during the drag show. I arrived okay, during fine. it. Yeah, I, I was there for the unicorn speech. Oh, great! But <laughs> we we met this guy in the hallway, and <laughs> he's got this big old silicone dick. Um, and I was just like, well, I mean, if it's there to be touched, I'm gonna touch it. And he's like, 
Go for it. I mean, it's a fister's dick. That's what I oh, absolutely. A so dick. I went off to a sling with him. <laughs> by the name, by the way, his name, his name was Willie. <laughs> Um, because of course it was (laughs) that brought me no end of joy and this dick felt so fucking good it was just the right size it it felt a bit like a butt he said it while he was fucking me he's like it feels like a butt plug people say i was like oh my god it totally does and it got i i I should you not it got warmer as we went on i forget now if i talked about this in the previous episode i don't think i did um it got warmer the harder and longer we fucked at least it felt that way. And I was like, okay, I never want to stop. And so we were fucked for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, half an hour nonstop. Um, before I was like, I, I need to go and see the drag show. <laughs> <laughs> Which don't you just love that? This is like, like this is a sentence that you've uttered. like, stop fucking me with your silicone dick. I need to go. I need to go watch a drag show. Exactly. exactly. Only at Fist Fest. Only at Fist Fest. Yeah. So if you weren't sure if you want to go to Fist Fest yet, now you do. <laughs> there are there are some there are there are some mighty fine penises there as well. Yeah. Well, next time you have to try living larger. Absolutely, and he was so lovely. Yeah, even just meeting oh, him yeah. and chatting with him. Yeah. Like, and this is you know I think we've mentioned this before now. Um, the the social aspect of Fist Fest was really the pinnacle. So mm. connecting with whole, a whole heap of guys, connecting with I think like. Certainly not everybody, but most people, I think, at least smiling to them, smiling at them or saying hello or playing with them or having just a good conversation. Like with Living Larger, it was a conversation this time and definitely mm. uh, established interest for more for next time. Yeah. Well, Living Larger, he he really wanted to, to meet us and speak with us. So um, I managed to get a little time with him in his hotel room. Um, so you can listen to that now. So I'm here with Living Larger. Hello. <laughs> I'm currently on his hotel room bed. Um, <laughs> it's very comfy. So we're here at Fist Fest. Is this your first Fist Fest? It's my second. Nice. But I'm sure I'll be back again. This is great. Yeah, so what's brought you to this event? Well, You're in the middle of nowhere. Right. Well, that's true. We are. And as I drove in, by the way, I was surrounded by... There's plenty of cotton fields. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. There was a... A police had barricaded off one lane when I was driving in because there was a a bull that had gotten out and was walking around and, and like they were trying to contain it. And I was <laughs> like, "We are in the middle of nowhere." This is so country. I love it. <laughs> I went to Waffle House this morning, yes. and that was so. Oh, is that something out of a movie? There was like these rednecky guys in front. They seemed nice, but you know, like the long gray mullets. Yeah. Um. Like. Not Y'all good for coffee. You get, you know, like, yeah. Oh my god, this is amazing. It's not just in the movies. It really it's, is it's like that, great. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so why do I come? Well, I mean, obviously, like fisting makes me incredibly happy, uh, and fisting bottoms—they're just—they're my kind of bottoms. That's the—that's the truth of the matter. Now, for anyone that's not familiar with you, how would you describe yourself? Gosh. Well, uh, I'm a dom top daddy with a silicone dick and balls. So I have uh, 400 cc's of liquid medical grade silicone in my balls and my dick. And uh, at full, you know, full capacity hardness wise, uh, it's, it's a little bit bigger than the, the thickness of a beer can. So it's about nine inches in girth. 
Um, so naturally, fisting bottoms are my preferred type of bottom. Uh, and I love to fist as well. So it just works out splendidly, I think, for everyone involved. Um, Were so. you fisting before you had silicone? So did... so. Yes. Did you get into fist- so so you got into fisting first? It wasn't like oh let's get let's go into fist bottoms. <laughs> no, it was certainly fisting first. I had um, so there was a brief relationship I had with uh, <clears throat> actually another top. It was my first and last relationship with another top, <laughs> and uh, he loved. We met at a bathhouse, and he you know continued to frequent said bathhouse, and he introduced me to a friend who um, was a fisting bottom and wanted my fist, and so. There in the bathhouse, you know, room in the in the dark, uh, I've had my first fist in someone, and I I really I was, I mean, what can I say? It was it was a, a changing experience. I didn't realize how much at the time I was just sort of getting over it, but I I uh, it was a start of it unlocked something in me. I'll say that. Um, so yeah, that was um, not like I guess it was. Uh, six years ago now so um and then the silicone happened only about let's see it was uh gosh 18 20 gosh it's coming up on five years i can't believe it so it's it's not all that different in time wise but it's it's uh, i was already fisting uh and what can i say i guess it's um i find that the people who are pretty, Fist to to be a real fister, you have to, um, you have to be willing to sort of go against the grain a little bit. It's it's not it's just a fetish, as we all know, and that kind of mentality, that openness to doing things that are different and not mainstream. Of course, that's been changing more recently, but uh, there's a lot of guys who appreciate silicone in the fisting community, both its bottoms, but also. Um, there's plenty of bottoms who have huge balls and, you know, mm-hmm. love to, um, you know, just appreciate body modifications in general. Mm. I, I've noticed it a lot more lately, um, with guys who have an incredible amount of silicone in their dick and balls. Like, mm. far apart, I mean, yours is still very enjoyable. I've experienced mm. first time. Yeah. Um, it's still very enjoyable. It's still fully functional. You can work with it. Um, but there's obviously there's people that have gone to the mm-hmm. other end and it's obviously gone to the point like beyond any kind of penetrative sex right um, and obviously the more I kind of get into this fetish and just become more well-rounded person mm. and you get to know these people um, it's almost like it's, so the the psychology I've noticed is that they always felt a bit of a disconnect mm. their penis so I think well it may as well be this decorative object so it's a big fun squishy play thing right they have no real interest at the top and I've also found that this kind of, the same mentality is often with a lot of the guys who get into nullification, locking up, mm-hmm. shrinkage as mm-hmm. well, which I thought it's, it's, it's such opposite ends of what you can right. do to yourself. But it's yes. kind of the same thing of like, it's this disconnect, so it may as well be something else. It's a form of dysphoria, actually, mm. genital dysphoria. And people have... Um, I would also put myself in that category, it, but but the people that you're referring to, I, it's very um, as you say. There's there's different parts of the spectrum, but uh, perhaps we may have known the same people. But there are people who have gone from having huge silicone genitals to being nullos, mm. you know. Um, and so, I think 
it comes from, for some people, a dissatisfaction with their genitals. For me, I always have, you know, I've been part of uh, the, the silicone journey. I started really when I started pumping in my early 20s, just with a penis pump. And I did that for eight years before getting silicone. And so I've always enjoyed the sort of the, the heft, the size, the, you know, the feeling, the look, all of it. <clears throat> but pumping, of course, takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and goes away. And silicone is fairly close to, you know, what pumping looks like in terms of, uh, you know, when it's when it's pumped. And so having the opportunity to have that permanently was something that once I realized that was within the realm of possibility, uh, I was fixated on it and I, I just had to do it. Mm-hmm. It was almost a compulsion, really. And I thought a lot about it because there are a lot of dangers. I want people to know, like it can it can kill people, and it does. Yeah. People who um, there are more safe and less safe ways to do that, and I don't want to glamorize any more than I have. And now, of course, my online presence. I don't really talk a lot about silicone. I get asked a ton of questions, as you can imagine, and I really don't go in that area because. I don't want to encourage people to do things that they may either regret or that may have negative health consequences or possibly even death. But it's 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 a real thing and you know, if you're very serious about it, you have to get to know someone who knows those things and I'm certainly not going to give advice to random strangers or put out an FAQ. Mm-hmm. That's just not my thing. Yeah. But um Do you know do you know people that have had it done and then Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, not. I mean, I think that's a relatively small percentage, but mm. there are some people who, you know, have a compulsion to keep adding, and so they get to a point that they've sort of gone a bit too far, and at that point, they, <clears throat> you know, it's a negative thing, and they just are done with it. They just want it removed. Mm. Um, occasionally, you'll have people with health issues. That doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Um, but in general, as I was saying, like the there there are more safe and less safe ways to do things, and the frequency and the uh, um, amount that you add goes in. That's uh, those are, those things are important in terms of <clears throat> safety and health consequences. So, um, but yes, people do regret it and occasionally have it removed. I personally have no regrets, but we'll see how it is in 10 years. It may not look so pretty in 10 years. Okay. <laughs> we, Check back then. We wait with bated breath. Yes. At, yes. The, at, the, at the moment, it's glorious. <laughs> Thank say. you very um, much. And you, and you brought a, um, a handsome array of um, sparkly Speedos um, yes, just to, just to really accentuate everything. I mean... The I mean the the current one literally looks like Santa's sack, which is mm. just yes. Um, which 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 by the time this episode comes out, it may well be a Christmas ah. episode. <laughs> so this is perfect. Yes. Um, I just want to briefly before before I let you go. Yeah. And enjoy the rest of your face first. Um, I just want to get in. Just think a bit more about kind of the fetish itself mm-hmm. of being into body modification, of being, yes. of being into silicone, because this is, I, I always say it's kind of my next kink after fisting. Mm. Um, and I've struggled as to sort of like, well, why is it? Because I know people who, I mean, like most gay men, um, into big dicks. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, it's, oh, it's a progression of that. Mm-hmm. The more the more I get into it, it's like, well, I know people that are really into huge dicks, but they're not into silicone. They're not into pumped. Yep. And I realize it's a completely different 
certainly a different aesthetic. Overlapping, but different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've discovered this more and more. Um, I mean, I I used to um, have regular sex um, in in London with a guy that was really into pumping. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, like committed to it for years, every day. So it was a really impressive result. And he always said he, um, he was in his early 50s. Um, and he said he always really struggled um, to either find people that were either, either they were really into it, but they couldn't take it, or they thought they could take it. They were really experienced with big dicks. They just love it. They're just dying for a monster cock. And then he dropped his pants and go, oh, that looks different. That's not what mm, I'm here for. Yeah. So I wonder where, the, where this experience is coming with you. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely relatable. Um, <clears throat> I've found all of those things to be true. And so, um, as I say, so that really comes back a little bit to why the fisting community works so well is because people are open to something that's different. It doesn't quite look like a normal dick. There's just no way around that. And if you want just a big old fucking dick that looks like the dick in your fantasy of, you know, more traditional, a traditional dick, I am not it. Um, but if you like big dicks, and you like something that's, you know, a bit, you know, more niche and, and something that's uh, the fact that I've gone and modified my body. And if that's something that turns you on, then by all means, you know, let's do that. But it's not for everybody. I go on Grinder, and it's, I feel like it's uh, sometimes it's a waste of time on Grinder. It's like searching for a needle on a haystack. But there are bottoms who want it, but don't realize, don't realize how difficult it actually is to take and you know um it's uh yeah it's it can be a struggle but i've always said i enjoy being a challenge that's 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 um that's, i'm not a good way to put it yeah. yeah i'm not for everybody and that's okay yeah i i think i need to adopt that mentality in every day as well <laughs> i'm not gonna yeah. be for everyone and that's okay um what are you hoping to get out of your this first weekend well i think more than anything, I just want to relax and have fun, and I'll make some good content. I already have made some, and um, reconnecting with other fisters and meeting wonderful people like you. So, so far, so good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Living larger, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your fist fest. Thank you. One other thing I learned about my whole, again from Falcon Punch, is... Uh, He reminded me to not go searching for any feelings that I used to have in the past or any connections I had in the past while getting fisted. We've gone over this time and time again. Yeah. Just be with the feeling you're getting now and the connection you're getting now. Yeah. And the moment he reminded me to do that, I felt like I was suddenly really present. And Mm. then the feeling started to get really good. And like every time you fist, it's going to be different. It's going to feel different. You'll have a different connection. You go with the flow, you just be there. Mm. Um, For me, in recent times, it's been so difficult to do that because, you know, I had crazy orgasms while high. But also, you've you've generally, you've played with, not always, but, you know, you tend to stick to kind of like one partner that you've played with pretty regularly. Yes. That's fair to say. So this is probably, I'm going to go out on a limb, this is probably the most variation in partners in in a stretch of time, I would think. Hmm... Over what? 48 hours? 72 hours we were there? I'm trying to think. I mean, definitely... And what? how many different people did you play with? Definitely at Darklands in the past, I've played with a hell of a lot of people in one evening. Mm. Um, but yeah, in recent times, certainly. This was the the most yeah. 
Absolutely. But don't you just like, like everyone's different because we're all God's children. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But like everyone just had a different, just a slightly different way of doing things. Whether a bottom as a top. And I think that's lovely. And I don't think you, you, you kind of realize that. So you play with like so many people back to back. I swear I wasn't going to talk so much about my personally personal fisting experiences, but like chalk and cheese example, uh, Falcon Punch's tiny little hands opening me up, and then going from that to uh, wrecked at Ralph. Mm-hmm. I guess the next day, where it's just like his hands are so big, I think all I can do is sit down on it, and that's the only way it's gonna work. <laughs> um, and and those two experiences being so different to each other, but. Because mm-hmm. of Falcon Punch, I was already in the mood then and, and taking Wrecked at Ralph was a bit of a challenge, but like not unthinkable. I was like, yeah, mm. I got this. And yeah. I did. So, yeah. How do you feel about how... Because as I say, I mean, a good chunk of people knew who we were. I mean, I say about 90% knew who we were. And, and so I was trying to navigate that as well. It's one thing being at an event, but then it's also like, okay, everybody, most people here have a perception of me. And that was a bit like, oh God, you know, and, and com, I mean, completely different to us going to like a recon party or dark clones where like, okay, you know, we'll, you know, we'll find our people and then they'll kind of, you know, be into us or whatever. But the vast majority of people have no fucking idea who we are. I think America's a special thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we've got most of our fans are there. It was, and, and I will say as a side note, um, I feel it was a really good representation of people between like younger people, older people. Yeah. It felt really good um, variation of people from like early 20s all the way up to, I think, you know, late 70s. Um, uh, there was a lot of African-American people there. There was a lot of Asian-American people there, Latin American as well. So it felt like a really, obviously white, still the majority, um, but it felt like a really good plethora of people. Yeah. Um, which I really appreciated as well because I was worried. I, I don't know. I guess I assume with it being deep south, it would be very white. I guess that's I don't know. That's from a UK person on the outside in. But yeah, going into it, it was you either had people there who were kind of like, "Oh my god, it's you guys! I love you guys! So glad you're here," which is so lovely to have that have that kind of reception um, to anything. Um, and you know, and 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 it's built on something substantial. It's not just like, hey, I know you from the internet. It's like, oh no, I listen to you guys. I enjoy your work. I, I read your blog. I, I, I've purchased your artwork. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm wearing your t-shirt. There, there was that. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we arrived, um, someone was wearing one of my t-shirts. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you have that, and then there was people who kind of like stealthily a fan, like they were just walking around in one of our Kickstarter t-shirts. You'd be like, oh, thank you. They go. Yes, I am a fan. <laughs> You're like, thank you so much. You know, so then you want to kind of give them a moment because these are people who've, you know, given us money to to do what we're doing and to be there as well. Sure. Like they've, they've funded that trip as well. So you had that. And then I thought the weirdest one was, um, not weird. Uh, there was one guy, oh God, I forgot his name, um, who he looked familiar to me. Uh, you know, I must have seen him in some, you know, fist you know fist fest porno over the years um getting punched out in a sling tall gorgeous tattoos really like bubbly and engaging and just kind of you know knew everyone i thought oh god that's the kind of person i want to be um, and i never really got a moment like no one introduced him to me i don't think so you know and he never you know introduced himself to me either so i was like okay i'll just 
leave you be. I think I think it was till the Friday night he came up up to me a little bit drunk and was like, "I've been avoiding you guys all weekend." Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Why <laughs> have we done something like? No, no, I'm just a huge fan, and I just didn't want to say anything embarrassing in front of you guys. It's like, oh, well, that's that's no, we're nice, <laughs> we're nice people. Sometimes come say hi. <laughs> yeah, the funniest is when you have someone who's like really passionate about us, and then they're with a friend who has no fucking idea who we are, and they go, yeah. oh my god, so this is Big Bike Geek and Jazz House, and they do a fisting podcast, and then the friend's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to go play. <laughs> You're like, you have fun, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that, I got that a few, uh, certainly a few times. What I quite liked was just interviewing as many <coughs> people as I, well, maybe not as many as I, yeah, probably as many as I could. Like I, I think I, at some point I was like, fuck, I'm getting, f- I'm, I'm doing too much fisting. I am not doing enough recording. So let me just stop for a minute and grab the recorder. Oh, 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 you, oh, you marched me off to go. For, it was like, you, you need to go fucking record. I was like, okay. After I'd been recording for like a couple of hours already running around. And I, I, the whole time I had you in the corner of my eye, I was like, he's still getting fisted. He's still getting fisted. And I'm just like, you, it's your turn now. I'm going to go and get Excuse fisted. me. Having um, a good time. But actually like <laughs> Sorry. recording people, some of whom knew us, some of whom didn't. And it didn't really matter because our job there was to represent the community uh, mm. and just hearing from a whole heap of people and hearing really interesting stories. Yeah. Um, really interesting anecdotes. Yeah. Uh, yeah just people's people's histories and and ideas and about the fisting community about uh about fist fest all of that uh we're gonna play the rest of that for you now so we're with fireman ken (laughs) so named because because i am really a fireman 34 years on on the job so in safe hands there yes okay great most definitely yeah you're not gonna flame out on me are you (laughs) I mean, I mean, I've been called a flamer before, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How long have you been doing this? Doing uh, the, this the tour. Yeah. This fest? I started back in 2019, was my first year uh, here, and I think I came to all three events back then. And then we did a COVID um, hybrid where we did back-to-back weekends. And... Um, so we're back to normal now, mm. doing our three events. So, uh, so 2019, 20, and then about four years. So nice. And um, so you kind of jumped in 100 percent, 110 percent, seeing as you're giving these tours. Fantastic. <laughs> right. Right. I came uh, the first year, and then yeah, I think Damon was the one that was giving the tours, and I was like, huh, okay. And they were like, well, how how would you like to help out? You know, how would you like to volunteer to help the whole overall organization? So I was like, I'll help out here. And I was like, hmm, I kind of like to give the tours a little bit, you know, mm. because I'm a big person about etiquette, yeah. you know, about having your play space and you and your partner having a play space and not somebody interjecting themselves mm. because that can just definitely ruin it. It's all about the connection between two individuals when you're doing something that's so intimate because you're actually... Literally, you're inside somebody, so, yeah. you know, you have a responsibility to keep that connection. I think most people listening to this have probably had some awful darkroom experience or sauna experience where someone's ejected themselves in or not really understand, like, a simple brush off, so hopefully there's no people like that here. But but um, it's really nice that you kind of lay, lay down the laws with it as well, just to make it perfectly clear, like this. Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of people, it's just 
not known to them mm. you know because a lot of people this is the first time dabbling into this or it they haven't been into a large play group they've been on a, a one-to-one basis yeah. and so coming into a group where you have multiple people playing at one time can kind of be overwhelming and distractive at the same time so it's kind of you know staying focused is the big thing do you find do you find it's mostly locals that come to this no we or? have we have people from all over last year we actually had a, a couple that came over from england wow. so there you go wow. hey germany <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love we made the effort <laughs> we, we love seeing people from all over the world um and we're, we're trying to promote it to where it is a bigger event, but it is it is typically a smaller event, and because the fisting community is a small community, mm. and I think it is a small community because there's a lot of shame put on people that are that are fisters, mm. you know, you know, from the people that just do your typical, what I like to call vanilla sex, mm. you know, and I I, th- I think that's one of the things that keeps people in the closet or keeps people from experiencing um, fisting is because they don't want to be shamed. What are you uh, looking forward to, especially this time? What am I looking forward to? I'm just looking forward to some just some great play. You know, I'm verse, so top, bottom, it doesn't matter to me. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. And small hands are very welcome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but uh, I, I have very large hands, so it, it is kind of limited. But for me, this event here, you have more experienced people into fisting. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to play with more people here with hand size. Mm-hmm. You know, they can tolerate um, where I come from. It's a very small, small uh, fisting community at all. And um, typically I have to drive like an hour and a half you know, to, to play. Where so, do you come from? I come from Norfolk, Virginia. So. Pretty rural? No, no, it's actually uh, a metropolitan area. It's got the largest military base in the United States in there. Okay. Or the largest base in the world, supposedly. Um, but there's not a lot of sailors into fisting, <laughs> unfortunately. That's really upsetting to hear. <laughs> but there are firemen interested in fisting. <laughs> uh, well, at least one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ken, it's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. How many of you enjoy putting music on for your play sessions? Quite a lot of you, we're guessing. Not all of us have the time to create lengthy playlists or risk a completely mood-killing song coming on shuffle. Now there's a solution. Rocksoft is a new streaming platform putting music and sound at the heart of your next play session. Unlike a playlist or a DJ set, Rocksoft is a custom, uninterrupted, 24-hour soundscape of original music designed to get you in the mood and keep you there. Research shows that listening to music out loud during sex helps us focus, releases pleasure chemicals in the brain, and aids in connection with play partners. No more navigating multiple playlists or complicated interfaces, distracting songs, or awkward silences. Rocksoft is also an app made by Fisters for Fisters. Right now, they're giving away three hours of free listening. Download it in the Apple Store and Google Play Store today. That's spelled R-O-X-O-F-F. Go on. Go and get your rocks off. And we're back. One thing I really appreciated was the orientation for newbies. Absolutely, from Fireman Ken. That was a really good thing to do. It just didn't, 
they didn't work on the assumption that you knew the rules or what was going to happen. They gave you a tour around the facilities. They laid down the ground rules as well. Um, Because, you know, you you don't want to assume that everyone is, you know, because there's people coming there who probably have not had the opportunity to play with them. It probably come from other buttfuck nowheres. You know, obviously we're city people, so we, you know, we're, Pretty, pretty, pretty down with etiquette. So it's like these are the rules. These are these are the wash stations. This is how you do that. If if you feel in any way that you're not enjoying the experience or you feel hurt in any way, this is the safe word, and people will interject in that. This is you know try not to. And I really appreciate this. Like try not to interject yourself into other people's play. This isn't yeah. necessarily a dark room scenario that you might be used to at other events. It is all about connection, and you don't want to break that connection. Definitely. This focus on on the potential for injury as well as the importance of consent Mm. Uh, i really appreciate that was that that was made so clear yeah like it was at the end of the the introduction tour uh by fireman ken and oh fireman ken it kind of brought the mood down for a few seconds and i think that was also appropriate it was just like oh yeah okay this is also serious and now let's all go and have fun I really appreciate that laying, that laying down the law and um, and just a reminder of etiquette as well. Yeah. As I say, 99% of our experiences with people were really positive. There was maybe a few, like, odd interactions. We won't name names. But I think what, it, what the takeaway of it was, was I think people needed an etiquette reminder. And one thing was not trying to... You know, we've already said, like, it's such a free-flow event. You can't really make plans. You can't pin people down. You might kind of say, yeah, sure, we'll play. And then it just doesn't happen. And then that's fine. That's fine. Don't don't yeah. go don't go reminding somebody again that you want to play with them. Yeah. Once is enough. Yeah. Yes, completely. If it's not happening, it's not happening. And because uh, there's... N- I honestly, there's no bigger turn-off than feeling pressured into playing with someone or or feel you have an obligation to play with someone it should happen organically because there's chemistry um that's and then those are always the 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 fun the fun sessions as well there was uh maybe a few people maybe one um you know that if it felt like oh no we have to do this it's like uh and and the thing i and i had other interactions with people who i just didn't find attractive you know, and that, you know, they kind of go, hi, how are you, blah, 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 like, so interesting. And you kind of go, oh, I'm, I'm actually doing this now, or I'm just, I'm just in this space right now. And people get it. Yeah. The majority of people get it. it, it it's a polite no. It's like, I'm just not really feeling it right now, for whatever the reason. And I found everyone was just like, okay, cool, we'll catch you around. You have a good time. See you later. I was like, thank you. And it was all respectful. Yeah. And I feel there was maybe one or two people that just didn't get the hint. And one thing I will say, for the love of God, do not try and have a conversation or try and interject yourself into someone's play. I, I mean, I was literally like, you know, on all fours. I couldn't tell you my own fucking name. I was having rolling orgasms, time of my life, and then someone coming up and, and, and be like, yeah, so uh, rain check. Um, yeah, we'll do that um, another time, perhaps. And I'm like, dude. What the fuck? Dude. No. I don't even like when people are kind of, giving encouragement <laughs> like like yeah girl you got this like shut up i'm in i'm in the zone i'm in my headspace but that's also an individual trying to connect here taste thing like i used to hate that and these days i quite like it. yeah yeah i had to kind of get schooled i remember a number of years ago i think on xtube i was i made a comment on a video it was like why are people talking in the background 
And then the the guy who'd posted the video was like, I really don't mind that. I find the atmosphere kind of exciting when there's this party vibe of all fisters and they're talking about random shit in the background. It's fine for me. And I was like, oh, mm. okay, maybe maybe it can be fine for me as well. And these days, if I am in that situation, it tends not to bother me unless I'm trying to focus really hard on my hole and then maybe I'll say, shut up. Um, but certainly the the... The ground rule is like never go propositioning someone while they're getting fisted. No, because you're just breaking that connection with somebody else between 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 two other people potentially more. Exactly, like directing your communication at the bottom or the top for that matter is like just don't just don't do it. Didn't you have somebody? I mean, while you're like elbow deep in someone, which obviously is an incredibly connecting experience. You have to be completely aware of what you're doing as well. You can't, st- you know, you, you know, your concentration can't be elsewhere. You have to give 100% your concentration to that bottom in that moment for lots of obvious reasons. And then I think you had somebody like try and like, you know, like caress you and try to do things while, while you were topping, I think. I, that's happened a lot before. I don't recall if that was at Fist Fest, but it's happened a lot before. I mean, how can anybody resist this chest? <laughs> it's a nice chest. Oh, I amuse myself. Um... But like, I think there was an occasion this time where someone was commenting on the design of the top's shirt uh, or like, oh, I really like your, the characters on your shirt. It's like, what? He's a bit busy right now. <laughs> mm, mm, uh, mm. So like before you go jumping in, just check yourself. Not everything is about you. In fact, when two people are fisting, it's definitely not about you. So just wait your turn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was even conscious. I mean, when you were um, um, topping Smarmaduke, um, hey Smarmaduke. By the way, we're oh, total we're both mu- mullet sexual these days. We are, we are. Hi, <laughs> love that mullet. I, oh. I'm, I'm a, I'm a convert now. Mullets plus big holes. Hello. Which came first, the big hole or the mullet? I think, I think, I think. Yeah. Does one beget the other. Do yeah. I need to grow a mullet? First, you get the mullet, then you get the hole. Then you get the women. Okay. Then you get the money. And then you get the septum piercing. Or oh, that comes somewhere in the middle. That's I think. the one. Between stage three and four. Good to know. Yeah. But yeah, there was that situation and you were <laughs> fisting him first. And yeah. I kind of stood a few meters back because I desperately wanted to also mm-hmm. <laughs> get in there. Like the wonderful fister you are, you waited your turn. Like I didn't say anything. I didn't go caressing any of you. Yeah. It's just like at some point you guys will be done or you want to tap out. And I, and that, that point did come. Mm. And I politely asked, do you want to tap out? Do you want me to continue? And you yeah. were okay with that. And he was okay with that. So I was a human pillow for a bit, which I really enjoy. I, I, I really like that situation. But even that, I was just sort of like, okay, I know I'm in, I know, I know I'm invited into this space, but even then, like, I don't want to overstep the mark. You know, I don't want to start touching or doing that. I thought like, I'm just here just to be whatever you need to grab onto in this moment. Um, you know, I don't want to inject, you know, because it's still, you know, the connection between the two of you. I'm, I'm at, at this point, I'm just the human prop. Just very happy to be. Um, but it, but even that, like, I'm so conscious of, like, that's, you know, I'm trying not to force myself into this, so to speak. Yeah. But yeah, that was the big. I mean, I mean, everyone was pretty good with, like, you know, uh, with cleaning up and washing their hands or gloves if need. But you know, I, I feel every, that. That was all pretty much down. I don't think anyone was going to intentionally hurt anyone, but it was that. That was the one etiquette thing. I think, like, I think a few people needed to be reminded of. Sure. So, if you're listening, hmm. Um, 
one one thing I wasn't really sure of is an etiquette thing. Um, did I clean my bottoms up after I fisted them? And I, I really don't know because either I'm so in the habit of cleaning my bottoms up when I'm done that I did it without thinking and I can't remember, or I completely forgot a number of times well, and they did it themselves. <laughs> in which case, I'm sorry. I always do it. And people are always like, oh, thank you. I'm like, well, it's, it's just polite. And there's only one person that didn't clean me up after. Oh. After I bought it. I'm not going to say who. Um, and it was just like, it was like, huh. Okay. Bye then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, speaking of etiquette as well. Actually, in terms of like people chiming in or, um, cause, cause I bottomed for Wrecked It Ralph in the sling. Um, which I was just like, mm, that's bigger hands than I'm used to. Um, but I knew I could because I would not take those in the sling. No, I realized that was a that was a big mistake. Um, I mean, I did it, but what I didn't appreciate was people walking by or like as soon as the moment was happening, it was it, and it was like, "Good luck, girl, you're gonna die." I was like, don't, don't. <laughs> so everyone has said all these things like, "Oh, they're too huge," "Oh, they're too," mad. and I was just like, "You've put all this in my head now." I know I could. I've, I mean, I've got toys that are wider than the circumference of his hands, so I know it's possible. But I just need to get in that headspace. Yeah. And you going like, "Good luck." That's not helping me. No. No, you need a clear head. Yeah. You need to be thinking about nothing except bottoming the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that it's about. I think what I got out of this was was kind of. Um, it does feel like finding your tribe with it. And I, and I realize now where people go back again and again and again, and they make that journey to that space. Cause that's why, um, as I say, if there's a way to expand Fist Fest to other places in the world, that would be amazing. I'd certainly love to be involved, involved in that because there was just, there was just something, it just, I don't know, all the kind of stars aligned with it. So we've got a whole bunch of people we'd love to thank, especially seeing as this is the season closer. We want to thank Fist Fest for welcoming us. We were there to enjoy ourselves. It wasn't, you know, look at the freak show. It was like, we're part of this community and we just want to celebrate it and enjoy it and report back. Um, I mean, honestly, I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, I mean, thank you to all, all of our guests that we've had um, during our America trip as well. Everyone that gave us their time. Again, everyone that donated to the kickstarter you have no idea how in- invaluable it is guess we will be doing another one very soon for series four because you have no idea how much stuff costs <laughs> it's it's ridiculous yeah. um thank you to our sponsors hunger ff top toys x lube could not do this without you as well um their support's been invaluable i think the only thing that's left to thank is each other yeah i mean now, that, now this feels silly because it's like <laughs> it was also authentic and now I'm forcing it. <laughs> Shit. Um, no, I really love traveling with you and I think uh, I can think of few people that I'd be able to to have such success traveling with. Same. Yeah. I think Most I people, knew- if I was traveling with someone for two weeks, I'd be like, thank you very much. I need to not see you again for quite some time. <laughs> right. But um, as soon as we parted ways, I was like, I'm going to miss you. I love you. <laughs> I think you and I are also good at we're good at being direct with each other, uh, yeah, and also good at spending time apart, knowing when we should spend some time apart. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like neither of us is clingy, and then <laughs> and then we come together again, and it's it's super cool, super easy. Uh, I think we complement each other really well. I'm very proud of what we've done. This is it's been a lot of traveling. Um, I mean, I had a moment at Fest Fest when I thought 
I'm here, somewhere I never thought, I mean, I never thought I'd be able to make it to America, and let alone I'm in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in Georgia. Like, how did this happen to me? And I just thought, my God, it's by doing this with you. This is nuts. This is so nuts. Yeah. And I think someone else commented on it as well. Like, look, look where this has got you. Yeah. You're now, you're now sat in some stranger from Twitter's living room, staying there and, you know, thousands of miles away from home. You know, it's crazy, but... Um, we made it happen. Yeah. Thank you for saying yes to this two years ago. <laughs> oh, best thing I ever did, really. No. Like, <laughs> good for my, good for my soul, good for my head, good for my whole. Oh. And like yeah. this is, like clearly we're we're heading towards even bigger things. Yeah. In the future. Well, I mean, when we when we started this season, so you were you were fresh off your break. Yeah. Relearning how to. How, how to fist sober. So now that we're closing this. Yeah, I, I even took another break once we started the season. It's like what do you feel? through this, I've, I've been constantly reflecting about what do I actually need? Where am I? And then being able to be brought back down to earth by, by people, you know, whether it be fist fest or even reading Adam Smith's book, Adam Smith's book, about poppers for me that was a game changer i was like actually poppers are okay in my life where every other drug is something i really want to take a break from you know what is it about poppers and exploring that through his book was quite quite enlightening for me um so it's this podcast that i think is is a constant in my life that is um it's a resource for me while we do it you know Mm -hmm. well what did i go into this series with Finding love. Finding love. That's right. I wanted to go deep. You wanted to find love. And though I may not have found a husband, um, but you know what? And I'm going to try not to be corny. <laughs> I did learn to fall in love with my hole again. I, 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 I learned to fall in love with bottoming again. You've got husband hole. You, okay. That's, no one's ever said that to me before. Maybe you've got husband hole. I'm not sure ex- exactly the logic around that. I don't know. Just blurted that out. It's not tight. Ty- it's not quite Mary Poppins handbag, but it's somewhere just. It's like, you don't really need to lube it up. Just get in there. Yeah. Mm. That's where this season has left us. I think. Yeah. Well, thank you. We'll we'll certainly be back for series four. We've so much to cover. So much to cover. So many more places that we want to go to. My the places you'll go. So look out for our Kickstarter. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Happy fisting. Happy fisting. Y'all. Well, here we are again. Such fun series four. Yes. Firstly, a huge thank you again to everyone that supported us for series three. Whether you donated to our Kickstarter last year, shared the podcast with your friends, or were one of the many people we met during our travels last year, it honestly means so much to us. We're humbled and grateful. This community is so generous. Finished Series 3 at over 120,000 plays and continue to be listened to in over 70 countries. Our US tour was a once-in-a-lifetime experience and hearing your stories about how you've enjoyed and learned so much through the podcast is truly heartwarming. We're receiving more messages than ever from people who tell us how the podcast has helped them take the plunge into fisting and how we've helped them see it as natural and fun. Hearing not only our voices, but also many of your voices from the community on the show is what makes Fisting feel more real and accessible to all. It's a new year and we're ready for a new series. Once again, we're asking for your help. We want to expand on the success of Series 3 and continue to travel to meet and learn from more of you in this community. 
We would love to visit events such as Darklands and Antwerp and Fistfest in Georgia again, but also experience some new cities. High on our list is Folsom in San Francisco, Washington DC, Palm Springs and Easter in Berlin. As always, we have our sound editing costs. Our editor, Camarados, continues to work tirelessly to deliver the best finished product for you all. We would also like to be able to give him the funds to go back and remaster our first series to bring it more in line with the quality you've come to expect from us. We also have graphic design, recording equipment, promotional expenses, travel and accommodation to fund. This podcast doesn't happen without the support of this community that we adore. And we want to continue this adventure for another year of fun. We'll see you on the road. See ya. See ya.